Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, you guys hear me? Start cheering now! Let's get this over with! (laughs) Woof woof! Hi, I'm Mike Minotti, and I am a Nintendo. Hi, I'm Jeff Grubb, and I'm a Nintendog. I was also confused about why you said Mike Minotti when it says AJ Minotti right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I can go with the flow. Don't worry. I don't have to just literally read the words in front of me, unlike you, Ron Burgundy. Uh, <laughs> we're the last of Nintendogs. Woof, woof. Uh, <laughs> today, we're going to be talking about Xbox games coming to Nintendo consoles. I guess more Xbox games coming to Nintendo consoles. Uh, Pokemon Presents Predictions. That's fun to say. Uh, and Star Fox turns 30. Uh... Jeff, how are you going? Was that a spicy Discord notification you just got there? It was just a Discord notification, which I know is going to be on the podcast because I forgot to mute it. So uh, mostly just upset. I have no idea what the notification is. Uh, oh, no, it's from uh, it's from Dan Reichert. He's saying he's no, he's still pretty sure that Veal is Baby Seal. So. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, how's it going? It's uh, man, a lot of news today. Yeah, it's uh, it was a, it was a busy day for news. I, I guess um, gaming's like really starting to pick back up after you know a long weekend. I think everyone's like, let's just uh, let's get let's like hit the ground running. Uh, like a lot of companies are like, we got to make things happen before the end of March because that's going to be the end of their fiscal. Uh, so I think we might start feeling the heat with that here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of heat, how about some some napalm from an enemy? combatant in a hot call of duty match on your nintendo switch see i could do uh segues i don't like it i don't like when you do segues it's weird it's unnatural yeah Yeah, leave it to jan yeah i should just say anyways let's move to new thing um (laughs) microsoft has apparently signed an agreement to bring xbox games to nintendo a legally binding 10-year agreement now there's a little bit of weirdness here because in the tweet uh, Vice Chair and President at Microsoft, Brad Smith, said, 
We've now signed a binding 10-year contract to bring Xbox games to Nintendo's gamers. This is just part of our commitment to bring Xbox games and Activision titles like Call of Duty to more players on more platform. Then the kind of like tweeted joint statement between Microsoft and Nintendo really only talks about Call of Duty. And this reads, Microsoft and Nintendo have now negotiated and signed a binding 10-year legal agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo players the same day as Xbox with full feature and content parity so they can experience Call of Duty just as Xbox and PlayStation gamers enjoy Call of Duty. We are committed to providing long-term equal access to Call of Duty to other gaming platforms, bringing more choice to more players and more competition to the gaming market. There's a lot to unpack there. Before I do, I want to thank everybody who's watching the show live. If you are, please hit the thumbs up button. If you want uh, us to ask, answer any of your questions, you can send in a super chat, any comments, anything you like. Uh, we appreciate it. They will all get read on the show. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My first question here, Jeff, is how exactly is Call of Duty going to be? appearing on Nintendo platforms with like feature and content parody day and date with the release on other platforms. Yeah, I mean I I mean I think that you'd use the right word, right? Appearing. Uh they say uh a ten year legal agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo players. They nowhere does this say to release on the Nintendo Switch a version of Call of Duty. They will likely be streaming it. I mean that's that's what it is, right? I mean they're going to be streaming this game. That's what, that's what this uh, statement... The statement nowhere promises to release a physical copy for Nintendo Switch or anything like that. Uh, I think if they can, they will. Uh, and, and that might happen on the uh, next generation Nintendo platform, sure. Uh, but for the most part, this mostly seems like they are um, just going to, going to find whatever means they can to get on Switch. And, and this is not really about nintendo uh or, or anything about that everyone can see through what this is this is just them trying to position themselves to say we can't we do make these agreements with big companies like nintendo we'll do it with sony uh but but yeah as far as with nintendo goes uh yeah this is just probably them saying we'll do everything we can and when we when it is on switch what in whatever version that, that 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 is in terms of how we deliver it it is going to be the exact same game and that i totally believe of course they're going to do that now, do you think it's literally just here's a cloud version of Call of Duty, or is it more than that? Is like all of X Cloud going to be available on Switch or something like that? I mean, it's probably a, a game by game thing that the Switch already has, right? Like the Switch has Hitman Three is on there, and you can get that through the cloud. And but it like you still download it from the eShop and all that stuff, and then it just runs from the cloud once you open it. I think it'll probably be like that at least for the foreseeable future. And Nintendo does not seem like they are suddenly going to be like, well, this is the reason that we're going to open up that conversation about having 
a version of Game Pass or Xbox Live or xCloud just as an app on the Nintendo Switch. It's going to be game by game. Mm-hmm. And the same day, Microsoft also announced uh, uh, that they're going to be bringing all their kind of cloud games to NVIDIA GeForce Now. So, yeah, this is all clearly not really about GeForce right. or about Nintendo. It's about Sony and the regulators. It was a we little know. bit about NVIDIA, though. NVIDIA, because NVIDIA well, was well, well, one of those companies, right, that, had, that said we have concerns. And then right. in that press release, they, it literally says this alleviates or, or this deals with uh, NVIDIA's concerns. We don't have concerns anymore because of this deal. So Right. And I mean, it wasn't really so much that NVIDIA concerns, but that the regulators were echoing those concerns and pointing them out. Right? Yes. It yes. Was, saying like, oh, yes, yeah. NVIDIA, like um, mentioned to us some uh, things that they think that like, like NVIDIA mentioned. Yeah, sure. Slippery slope arguments, all that stuff could totally happen. And then the regulators were like, well, that's another company that has concerns. And then NVIDIA was like, well, we're just going to go do a direct deal with with Microsoft because they keep knocking at our door. And yeah. So, I, yeah, like you said, this is this is going to be about Sony. Is a pretty funny consequence of all that, though, that uh, I guess we're going to get Call of Duty games on Switch in one way or another. Now, what do you think about the kind of vague wording here about whether it's Call of Duty or Xbox games? Uh, Do you really think this is just about Call of Duty or are we going to once again see more other Xbox games on there? We've already had, you know, Cuphead, Ori, Minecraft, obviously, just branching out beyond that. Uh, I I don't think so. I think it was just Brad Smith just... uh kind of just writing a tweet and then you know you see the thing that's actually a press release that the lawyers definitely went over and uh, that says call of duty um but i mean if it is more games that also wouldn't be too surprising there's a lot of games that xbox makes that would make sense on other platforms sure uh and i think um microsoft will probably be more and more open to that the more and more these companies are willing to consider game pass so uh yeah i i think um it's probably going to be Call of Duty, but we saw with NVIDIA, it was Call of Duty and Minecraft. It's, it's going to be situations like that where there's probably like a handful of games that sometimes make sense to go on Switch. Do you think this really weakens uh, Sony's position? Is this, uh, you think this is maybe the end of their uh, arguments, the end of their kind of fight here? Yeah, I can't, I can't see it not being. Uh, it's, um, I guess that's not true. I could see it still be still this still being the, uh, the the derailment for this deal if the regulators are like, well, we're not we never actually cared what you did. We were always going to break up this deal because this is such a big deal. We just don't want it to go through. It just would look bad bad for us, which is a position that these regulators seem to be taking, and I think that that's their you know their belief there, and that's fine. Um, it is, uh, but. In terms of like Sony's argument here, of course, it's been completely defanged. It's uh, there's just it, it, all these other companies are getting in on this action. It's contractually binding. It's NVIDIA. It's Nintendo. Two very different companies. One in the cloud space. One in the console space. This like it covers just about everything uh, that that a, a, every regulator and Sony was bringing up as a possible concern. Um, all Sony has to do is sign on the dotted line. They get the same exact deal. Why? Okay, the ball is in your court, Sony. Like, I, I can't see how the regulators don't see it that way. But, um, you know, it, again, they might not see it that way because they just don't care. Uh, first off, I think chat's saying I'm a little bit low. So you just uh, yep, boost me up a smidge. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it is funny just this Nintendo aspect because, once again, it kind of feels like Nintendo's being pulled along here. Like, Microsoft's like, hey, sign this. You'll get Call of Duty. Like, what a... Oh, yeah, sure. Go away. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, everybody, look at which we're tweeting. And Tesla's like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah. But it is, yeah, right? Like, it's, totally. it's almost like they're not annoyed, but it is kind of a funny uh, set of circumstances here. Uh, but yeah, it is nice to see something going on with this. But hey, this doesn't 
really concerned Nintendo, except for the fact that Call of Duty will somehow be playable on these things. I don't think it's going to have some kind of big impact. I don't think the next Call of Duty is suddenly going to become even a top five selling game on that system. Like, what exactly are the expectations for how well a cloud version of Call of Duty can do in Switch? I mean, how well have any of the cloud games done, right? Like, what's the best selling cloud no idea. game on Switch? Yeah. We don't know. Like, no, how many copies of those Resident Evil? Like, wasn't like Resident Evil 2 remake on there as a uh, yeah, that's, cloud yeah, game? That's, right. probably, that's probably the best selling one. Yeah, you would think. But, like, even then, it's, you know, not millions. Uh, Definitely not. No way. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Uh, next thing here is that, hey, uh, the Pokemon company announced that Pokemon Presents is happening soon. Uh, it's going to be on their official YouTube channel at 6 a.m. Pacific on February 27th. It's going to be 20 minutes of exciting Pokemon news in celebration of Pokemon Day 2023. I keep forgetting that there is a Pokemon Day, but there it is. Um Jeff, I think we can make some s- relatively smart predictions about what may show up here, right? Yeah, Pokemon Sleep! It's happening! Let's fucking go! Yeah, not, not, not Pokemon Sleep, but... Well, 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 this one is maybe not a guarantee, but it, the the uh, kind of uh, picture for it had a bunch of balloons that were red, uh, blue, and yellow. Now, is that me really reading too much into things about maybe red, blue, and yellow coming to NSO for the Game Boy libraries? I don't think so. They were also playing the Game Boy, the game. I'm sorry, the Game Boy music um, that was from those games in the video for it. I, I think that's happening. I think that they um, <laughs> were saving it for this the entire time. Uh, that's that's going to be very. That's going to be a big deal for Nintendo Switch Online. I think. Yeah, I think that's happening, and we'll get it. We'll hear about it. Do you think it's a shadow drop, or do you think they announce it and make everybody wait a couple months for fucking game for red, uh, red, blue, and yellow all yeah, over? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure. It could be both. Uh, when does Stadium is Stadium on Switch already? Or is that coming later? No, it's coming later. Right. So I wonder if they time it with that so that there can be compatibility somehow between those things. Yeah. Uh, that'd be neat. We're course, still waiting for the Mario here. parties, right? Like, I'm trying to think of the N64. It was like, yeah, M- Mario Party is... Uh, but one one came out. I don't know if two and three have come out yet. So, yeah, I think Stadium's still coming later. Yeah. And then, uh, it, it, kind of the weird thing about that, it's cool, but, you know, I'd rather have, like, Crystal. And if I had to have one of the Game Boy slash Game Boy Color Pokemon games. But it seems like Red, Blue, and Yellow just makes more sense to do first. There's even more nostalgia for those. I mean... It'd also be cool to have Fire Red and Leaf Green on there since we have Game Boy Advance. But I get it. They're the originals. Uh, so just Mario Party 3 is left to put out there. So they're getting close to the end of all those Intoxicity 4 games that they promised. Um, even almost more certain than that, we'll probably be hearing about DLC plans for Scarlet and Violet, right? Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, certainly. I think that they are going to be... I think they're going to make a big deal out of this DLC I think that they probably are also going to be like, let's we're going to do a lot of DLC, uh, more than we've ever done before, and it's going to take even longer. So if another Pokemon game maybe doesn't come out next year, or not, like maybe a smaller one or something like that, it's going to be okay because it's going to be even more DLC, and maybe they could take the opportunity, this opportunity finally, to like really pause on what they're working on next and figure that out. So it's a much better uh, in a much better place than this game was when it launched. Uh, in the meantime, they could just sell a DLC for a game that has already basically sold 20 million copies. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Right. So you don't think there's any chance we get DLC and like, uh, let's go. I mean, if we get a game, it's going to be, let's go. Uh, uh, right. yeah, I, I think there is a chance, but of course there's a chance. They, you know, they make these plans years in advance. Uh, 
they might not. Yeah, let, let's go is totally still a possibility. I just think it's probably it's more likely still that we just get DLC. Then there's a maybe we can get some updates on spinoffs or some new ones announced. We haven't heard about Detective Pikachu two in a long time, right? Yeah, Detective Pikachu two. There's movement with that movie, uh, so it's like, oh, if they're making a second movie. Maybe they're gonna. They are making a second movie. There's movement with it, Mike. I don't understand Hollywood. I whenever we talk about Hollywood, I'm always just like, please, I I, I don't know. They there was a news story about it the other day. That's what it was. I don't think that Justice Smith, whoever the the actor was. I don't know if he's going to be in it, but it's probably going to be like a, I would imagine it would probably be a smaller movie, but um, yeah, the, apparently they're working on it or something. Um, but yeah, Detective Pikachu 2, we haven't heard about that in years. They've probably been uh, modifying that for Switch, and that probably took a while, uh, and it's probably been done for a while too. Um, but then Mystery Dungeon, uh, that uh, the copyright for the studio, Spike Chunsoft or whatever it is, appeared on the Pokemon website recently, and people are like, oh, there probably is going to be a Mystery Dungeon thing happening, So, and that makes sense too. Sure do wish we would get a new Pokemon pinball, which never say never. We did get a new Pokemon Snap. These things do happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so things that probably aren't likely to happen. It's probably too early for black and white remakes. Uh, it's definitely too early to talk about next generation, right? So, yeah, those definitely uh, aren't in the preview here. So, yeah, I think uh, DLC, very, very, very likely, almost a certain certainty. Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow on NSO, also very likely. And then from there, it's uh, some some crap shoots. Sounds right. Pokemon Sleep. Pokemon Sleep. <laughs> uh, did that Pokemon Sleep did come out, right? Or no, 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 no. They announced it, and nothing ever happened with it. That's uh, hilarious. So you're, it's, it's you're like thinking a vitality of, uh, you're sensor. thinking of Pokemon Toothbrush or whatever it is. To Pokemon Smile, the game that oh. watches you sm- uh, to brush your teeth, and then it makes Pikachu very excited and happy. Okay, yes. I'll tell you what, Jeff. I absolutely did get those things mixed up. <laughs> I'm surprised it's just not the same app, to be why honest. Why wouldn't po- it be? Yeah, you brush yeah, your teeth Pokemon and you go to sleep. Lifestyle. Yeah. Pokemon be a good kid. Pokemon Mr. Mime watches your entire life. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon, we're watching you. We'll report on you to your parents. We're not your friend. <laughs> Pokemon, we're not your friend. I love that. That's very good. <laughs> That's the opposite of let's go. Uh, we're gonna make Pokemon- that t-shirt's going to be in our store soon, everybody. Pokemon, we're not your friend. What was that Pikachu game called? We talked to my buddy Pikachu, my pal Hey, Pikachu. you, Pikachu. Hey, you, Pikachu. Yeah. Go. Got it, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, Star Fox turns 30 today. The uh, original game launched for the uh, Super Famicom in Japan on February 21st, 1993. So, uh, man, that's a, it's a big anniversary for Star Fox. It's a series that has had ups and downs, uh, mostly downs recently. <laughs> Uh, but what I don't know. What do you think about Star Fox? Can you really days? turn thirty if you're dead? If you're fucking wow. dead? Wow, <laughs> Jesus! Hey, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Star Fox. Z. I defend a lot of the bad Star Fox games to some degree. You know, our mod Turbo Shaw has been playing Star Fox uh, Adventure on stream. Been playing all I the Star actually, Fox games. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But he was like playing Adventure today, and I was kind of watching it. And you know, maybe it's because it's on the GameCube, and you know me. But I'm like, this is like, there's some charm to this. I mean, it's, it, it looks... was always a good looking game. The fur tech on yeah. there, man, woof, mm, hunt under the collar, yeah. Woo! No wonder does Crystal have that fur tech? Yes, no wonder absolutely, one hundred percent, yes. Yeah, you think that fur tech goes all the way down? All the way down to the floor, yes. This is a bad podcast. We should do something. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad podcast. We need to do something. I was so excited about that pod. I was like, I'm not going to say anything after that. I'm going to wait I'll for be, I'm really disappointed because a lot of people are going to use an app that like cuts out the pauses. And 
It's oh, gonna, yeah. you fools. Okay. Is All that right. really a thing people do? I do that. I don't use the, I don't ever use the uh, fast talking one or like well, I'm listening at 1.2. Mm. A lot, a lot of people do that. They'll listen to that, like 1.2, 1.5. But I, I, I cut out the pauses. I already talk pretty fast, Jeff. I don't think I would be. Uh, I don't think you'd be able to understand anything yes. I say if you speed me up. And I don't think. I don't think there's too many pauses when it's me and you going at it, yeah. talking the news, Witty talking Rip-a-tar. about video games. It's yeah. a Algonquin Roundtable. I know how to say that word. And hey, what's your favorite Star Fox game? Uh, it's pr- it probably is just Star Fox 64. I mean, boring answer. That's the is. problem with the series is that they never made one as good as that, right? Like yeah. It peaked way too early. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's uh, they're sort of beholden to that. And every time they sort of try to get away from that formula, it's not as good. Or, or parts of it are good, and yet they they screw up with so many other parts that people generally remember the games poorly. I think that's what happened with Star Fox Zero, a game that. The Star Fox parts are, seem to be pretty good, and then everything else is pretty bad. Well, I mean, it's mostly the Star Fox parts. It's just there's kind of a bit more on top of it with the weird second screen thing. I don't know. I liked Zero Fine, but yeah, even then, it's like they probably made it too complicated. They always make it too complicated. There's the DS one that was almost there, but then it had too much of like tactic stuff in it. Right. Uh, obviously, Adventures is really just more of a Zelda game, much more of a Zelda game. Yes. Star Fox Assault got pretty close. Because uh, this the, is the, the Namco Fox, Bandai one. It's the Namco Bandai one, the GameCube. It's the second Star Fox GameCube game that a lot of people forget even happened. Uh, but in it, it's like it's good. Uh, like the Star Fox levels actually feel great. And then the other things are just third person shooters. And yeah, OK, it's like, why don't we just on the ship? But at least that makes that's pretty adjacent to what you're doing in Star Fox. You're running around shooting things. Yeah, it works fine enough. So I think Star Fox Assault is maybe the most underrated one. Yeah, I I, uh, I think I need to go back and play a lot more of the Star Fox games. Um, at a certain point, like one of them burned me, and I just missed out uh, missed out on a lot of them. I think an adventure, an adventure definitely is one I bought and was excited for and bounced off of pretty quickly. It, it has the uh, slow beginning problem. Uh, I Very think, slow. I don't think yeah. I ever. I, I'm like you of Minish Cap. I just never caught past the beginning of Star Fox Adventure. Jan Jan so, showed some interest into adventure, and I, well, I think when we raided Sean. I'm like, hmm. Make, Did he make see him Crystal? Play. Is that why? He didn't. So I'm like, he hasn't even seen Crystal Whoa. yet. And he's, he's interested. Whoa. He's just waiting well, to see that. Gonna be, although I think like you see Crystal in the intro and then you, you don't actually see her again for like 10 hours. Or yeah, something. it's been a while. So, yeah. So, you know, it's not, there's like a bunch of uh, uh, furry ladies in Star Fox 2, which uh, that is still really cool that they just actually released Star Fox 2. Yeah, that is awesome. That's it. a very un-Nintendo thing like to do, right? Yeah, every once in a while Nintendo does something like that that's like bizarrely cool, like adding accessibility features to Metroid Prime Remastered, yeah. <laughs> releasing Star Fox 2, letting an indie team make a Zelda game. And right. we always think it's the start of a trend, and no, it never, never is. is. It never is. This is the Metroid Prime uh, accessibility features will be... A one-off thing, and we will get them again in like ten years when a retro releases another game. It's like, oh, this was just a retro thing. Okay. Uh, the Starbucks. What the one way you save Star-, Star Fox is you make them the Muppets from that E3 video, and you just right. actually completely no sell it. You no sell. Uh, like, oh no, this is just totally normal, and they're going to take it very seriously. And those are just those are Muppets, and that's it. Should they look like the Muppets from those E3 videos, or should they look like the Thunderbirds kind of puppets from, like, the original, like, concept, like, photos or whatever? You know me. I'll take it where I can get it, Mike, so I'll take you to one. Uh, But uh, I I prefer the Muppets. Star Fox Zero was a very good-looking game. It was. I will say that. That can't be disputed. 
It looks yeah. very good. Um, yes. Okay. So hopefully we hopefully Star Fox isn't dead dead. Hopefully you can come back someday. Hey, you know what? If you want to release forty dollar, thirty dollar games, just make a Star Fox sixty four like game that's like four hours long and just make it be a real shooter. Make it be a lot of fun. Just make it pretty, and I think that'll be enough. It's pretty weird that um, Panzer Dragoon was yeah. the other on rails shooter one, and its RPG was really good. And then Star Fox Adventures was just kind of, eh. Well, I mean, Star uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga was always meant to be a Panzer Dragoon game. So that's they kinda, true. It's like, how do you make an RPG that's a Panzer Dragoon game? Dinosaur Planet was just Miyamoto, right? Said, hey, that guy kind of looks like Fox. <laughs> so then it's, right? Just walking it's past like, the room, not even right. like, ever having a conversation. Just walk past the room, like, sees the TV, like, hey, is that a Fox? No, okay. He's, what is that? He's right. And I bet cynically, yeah, Dinosaur Planet sold better than it probably would have because it was a quote Star Fox game. So it talked about sure. how genius Miyamoto. That's what. Oh, Miyamoto, you're so. This is just so genius. You're right. This should be a Star Fox game. And then, so, were you talking about this? Uh, somebody asked him at uh, the opening for Super Nintendo World in Hollywood uh, that they're making a new Mario game. He's like, we're always making a new Mario. Uh-huh. Game. We talked about that. Yeah. I mean, yep. I mean, what else is he gonna say? But also, it's it's funny that he feels true. free to say it. Like we we Miyamoto, we know. We, we, we understand that part. We're yeah. trying to see if you like there's anything you want to say. Yes, but, that's but we know we totally get it. You're always making a Mario game. Yes, yes. They're not always making a Star Fox game. They're yeah. definitely not always making an F Zero game. No. They are always making. I, I bet Mario there has game. not been a moment since Super Mario Brothers where they were not ma- even Mario Brothers. Since Mario Brothers, there, there's not been a moment where they weren't making a Mario game. Yeah, I guess like the weirdest time would have been between '64 and Sunshine. It seems, but that was like working on Mario 128 or whatever, yeah. and then that not really turning into anything, which is weird. Uh, Jeff, that's it for the news. Do you want to maybe read some of the super chats that we have in, and then uh, maybe we can do a little ad break? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, let's see here. Uh, from Uriel Delgado, Reverse Jeff would be a kingdom. Oh, it would be a Kingdom Hearts fan, and Reverse uh, Mike would make love Bob for apples. What if Embracer? That's a sick game for sickos. What if Ew, Embracer? Imagine like the, all that gross apple water. Ugh. Man, bobbing, bobbing for apples, actually a pretty good time. Yeah, I would rather go to hell. It's like you just get your face in that water. It's like it's like that's being disgusting. water. It's like being waterboarded with fruit. It's pretty. Nobody, cool. nobody would actually do that anymore. To be clear, that's got to be disgusting. That can't be healthy. I mean, that's I mean, actually well, just riddled with germs. It, it was definitely like one of those leftover uh, entertainment things from like the uh, uh, the depression, and for some reason, it just still <laughs> kept going until we were kids. It's right, like, right, exactly. This is, this is just what children do. It's like, is it? They have like video games now. Um, I think it was in uh, it's in a uh, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. So it probably made it seem more culturally relevant throughout that, the years. That's than it really was exactly right. Uh, your old Uriel Delgado asks, "What if Embracer made a console with the games they make be being exclusive?" So, Embracer exclusive console. Uh, so they would get to have Darksiders, yes, that's uh, the first Saints mind Row, hey, SnowRunner. I'm there. SnowRunner. Um, uh, uh, time splitters that didn't do a time split man i i mean of course i don't like time splitters i don't like golden eye but i was always i'm always shocked when people talk about time splitters as like one of the great games of that generation sure it's fun but it's like after halo and call of duty it felt really weird mm-hmm. but uh and then uh, not really uh tomb raider but definitely deus ex i guess i don't yep. know um uh 
It'd be yeah, okay. It would be. It still would be more exclusive than Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from Toadpack Shakur. I hope one day Mike will enter a 10-year agreement with me. Heart face, heart face. Oh, I'll enter. Uh, Toadpack Shakur loves you and hates yeah. me. Yeah. Well, you're awful. Okay, that's a good point. And I'm great. From Donnie Reese, please give me Metal Gear Solid Remake hope. I, I feel like um, I don't need to because Andy is drinking and he's been on uh, Twitter all night. And if you yeah. were, go go ask him. It sounds like he'll give you hope. Uh, I know there's... There's rumors either that or three. They're both it's great. Three. Um, I think it's it, it is three, by the way. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't want to say it's two bags. That'll be good also. And I, they technically already remade one before with Twin Snakes, which is uh, sure is a game. But uh, I don't know if, if you had to ask me, like, which one I would like to see the whole like modern remake thing given to like Dead Space style. I think Metal Gear Solid 1 could be interesting. I don't know. Whatever, because I like both of those games uh, are still really good to me in their original form. So remakes are just icing on top of the cake. I um uh, should replay Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's one. a great game. I love I love that game. You'll um, get uh, retro achievements. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to do it. Uh, from B Traven, Nintendo is slated to have a booth at PAX East. Would you guess that we'll get a more get more Tears of the Kingdom info from them at or around this time? Yes. Because that's if like, what, March or April? Yeah, if they're going to PAX East, they're going to have a Tears of the Kingdom booth, which yes. means that I assume that some kind of presentation about Tears of the Kingdom will happen before then. Yes, I agree. And then, uh, let's see, we got one from uh, from Hitch just a moment ago. Last of Us 2 PC, question mark? Do you know any info on next PlayStation PC port? Um Last of Us 2 is probably good. I, you know what? I bet the beginning of next year, Last of Us Part 2 goes to PC uh, when talk of Season 2 of the show begins to pick up. I guess that'll probably be a little bit longer than that. But um, again, it'll probably get timed with the next season of the show, of the show I think. Uh, and then, yeah, no info, like no sourced info about the next PlayStation PC port. But Mike, what do you think it would be? We haven't had Ghost of Tsushima yet, huh? It's got to be Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, got to be Ghost. And then probably Miles Morales not too much longer after that. Because uh, what are we at? We're 2023. Uh, Miles Morales came out in, what, 2020? It was after Ghost, though, so. Yeah, it's definitely after Ghost, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, we're already kind of getting that zone where that even that makes sense. Miles Morales is already on PC. Miles, oh, that's right. They already put Miles Morales on PC. Jesus Christ, I completely I don't, forgot I didn't about actually that. know that. Cast Coder said it in chat, and then I try to claim it as my own knowledge. No, yeah, it was, no, that's right, because they, they, they put Spider-Man on, and then just a few months later, they put Miles Morales on there. I completely forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, All right, kind of did those it's definitely Ghost of Tsushima. Back. That's definitely next. What What's after that? I don't know. Last of Us, part two, I guess. Demon Souls? Yeah, what about Demon Souls? That's a good question. That would be, that would be a good one, because that, I unlike, mean, unlike what seems like Returnal's kind of fizzling on PC, which is a shame, it's it's a good game. Uh, it, you uh, hate it. You're happy to see it fail. Just admit it. <laughs> I like to stomp on the grave of that developer. Um, I, I, I think Demon Souls would sell a bucket load. Oh on PC. God! I mean, they should have had that ready to go when, like, at least sometime after Elden Ring. I mean, the same thing with Bloodborne, though, and they just haven't. So yeah, true. I don't know. Yeah, but that Bloodborne it, was before the PC initiative. So yeah, we have um, a member uh, chat here. You want me to read that? Uh, yeah, please. Can you hit that for me? Thank you. Yeah, from Rigo Romero, who's been a member for 10 months. Thank you so much. He says, hey, dogs, do you know the uh, process when leaks like this happen? Do they have their own private investigators? So we haven't talked about this, but there was a uh, apparently the art book for sure. Tears of the Kingdom has right. been leaked. 
And I, mean, I, I looked at the whole thing and I'm already like, I'm already, I'm done with that. What's next? <laughs> that's where I'm at with right. this. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it, to me, it's something that sounds really spicy. And then I like, like stop and think about how much can really be leaked from this art book. Uh, and I don't know. I know, I know people are always worried about stuff just floating around there. I haven't seen anything. So I got, don't worry, guys. I had nothing to spoil you on. I didn't see anything. But yeah, what is, what do you think is Nintendo's response to this? How hard are they going? I mean, it sounds like the book just like, I mean, maybe it is on the supply chain somewhere. Uh, Nintendo probably does have internal security that like takes a look. That's their job. I, I, I mean, how serious they need to take this. It, it, to me, it's like, oh, this is the kind of thing that happens. Uh, so, oh, well, it's spilt milk. It's cost of doing business. Get over it. Um, but they probably don't look at it that way. They probably do look at it like, hey, this, this should not have happened. Um, there are like, there's one thing I would not spoil in the book that is that I did see that I'm pretty excited about. It's cool. Uh, there's another thing though. I kind of do want to just mention that I think, of course you would just dive right into those. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I did. Uh, there's one that's like just kind of this fun world thing that I, I'm not, all right. I'm not, I know it's, I should better not. Yeah. I better better not. not. I better not. Okay. We could talk about it once the game's here. It's just a couple of months. Uh, okay. Uh, that does it for the super chats, Mike. Yes, sir, it does. Why don't we take a little ad break, Jeffy Jeff? Yeah, that sounds good. Um, does it sound good to you? I'm glad I have your permission. It sounds real good. Uh, you know what else you have your, my permission to do? Clean, Shaving my balls! Clean, clean those bad boys! Go! Uh, Mike Manscaped is uh, very important to me. They've been uh, uh, really making my life much better to live. Uh, it didn't have yeah. meaning or flavor or zest. Sure. Flavor. Uh, Manscaped adds just so much flavor, Jeff. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I, okay. I, I completely forgot. Play the, word... the music, Jeff. Okay, here well, we you go. You probably don't even have that ready to go. I, anymore, I don't have do that you? ready to go because my OBS yeah. completely shit the bed, so I'll put it in later. Well, how's the music go? I can do something like this. It's it. the kind Nintendo of like a... Land music, which I'm sure you have memorized. Shh. Shit. I'll just, I'll just, i just, hum what I think that goes like. You just keep doing it. Okay. Like, yeah. So, all right. This episode of Last of the Nintendo Dogs is brought to you by the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped, and I'm grateful for this because it helps me keep myself clean. It helps me to avoid nicks and cuts when I am getting down there and getting into my engine room and doing the business that needs to be done, taking care of that messy package. Uh, that's thanks to the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver ball deodorant the crop reviver toner okay. the performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold your goodies mike i just discovered my travel bag was underneath everything i'm like i almost threw oh, it out, yeah. so I put it back in the box and i was about to throw out the box and i'm like oh man it's right there i was so grateful i didn't that thing is really nice it's like it's yeah. really like high quality I, I used it as my uh toiletry bag for my recent new york trip and it's uh it was great for that for a while i was literally just putting a my toiletries in just plastic bags. I probably looked, you know, like some kind of vagrant, kind of like <laughs> this one that I have your hair in still. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, it's much better to put it in an actual nice bag. How many uh, like train riding hobos do you like with the with the bags on the stick? How many of those bags do you think were filled with hair? Uh, first off, the lawnmower 4.0, the, the, this trimmer is the future of grooming, and dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. The, this is their fourth generation trimmer feature, featuring a, a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000 Kelvin LED spotlight that you for when you need a more precise shave down there. Uh, because the trimmer is waterproof, you could say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. You just take it in the shower with you you doofus 
get in the shower, let the water hit you, turn up the turn up the heat so it's boiling to, to boil away all the filth on you, and then get down there, take the take take the lawnmower 4.0 and clean yourself up. Uh, the Weed Wrecker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology. That to me is like so important because I can't imagine going into my nose or going in my my ear holes with anything that could possibly hurt me. So uh, yes, anything that's going to reduce those but those nicks and those cuts is welcome. Uh, and then of course the Crop Preserver Ball Tone. We talk about it every week. It is so good. The one thing I've noticed this week, Mike, is everybody mentioning that the boxers are yes. so everyone's coming around on yes. those. I'm like, I wasn't lying. You. Yeah, I'm like that's one of the things I like about doing these ads is. We say, hey, these things are good. People try it and they're like, oh, these things are actually good. And like, yeah, we're not yeah. lying. Like, we I actually, wouldn't lie to you. Yeah, we actually wouldn't lie about these things. These things are actually great. So uh, I love hearing about people trying the Manscaped boxers and discovering they're actually pretty high quality. It has made me reassess my underwear game. I'm like, oh, I was just yeah. wearing shit fruit of the loom. Let's, let's go ahead and fix that. Yeah, it turns out they make nicer underwear that you can wear, which is for something you're wearing all day um, amongst your most sensitive parts, probably a good idea. You can get 20% off and free shipping worldwide if you use the code MESS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com if you use the code M-E-S-S, MESS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job Lock with Manscaped. At Nintendo Land. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And welcome back to Last of the Ten Dogs. It's time to read our questions from our podcast producers. You can be a podcast producer, too. I don't know. Maybe think of Lion King there. You can be a big pig, too. Or you can be a fat pig, too. What's he say when he's doing the luau, the moan, and the lion? I, mean, I know I know the, yeah, I know you the bit you're referencing, but I, don't, I can't remember. It's been actually been a long time since I watched Lion King. Well, that's a very good movie still. Oh, I yeah. But King, I'll, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. Uh, all right, Jeff. Uh, you ready for these questions? Yeah, hit me. I wish I could. Casual says, Dear Jeff, Donut Plains Grub and Mike, make it stop, Dad. Minotti. Love you, Mike. Yeah. I hope you all enjoyed those stories about me. Uh, when and where was the last time you were at a buffet? And what did you get? Um, yeah, man. Buffets uh, kind of took a beating at the pandemic. There are a few back in Disney World. I don't think I got to go to any of them uh i know aj took his family and my mom to the one in animal kingdom and i really wanted to go but they couldn't get a table big enough i think they just didn't want me there uh, sure it's called tusker house oh, that yeah. Makes sense. yeah right uh so hmm so yeah i'm trying to think of what the other ones i don't know we used to have an old country buffet here which was like the most buffet place aside from like the chinese food buffets which i think are still here and those are everywhere Old Country Buffet used to be like, here's just where you get all the American slop that you want. Sure. It was, it was a pretty good time. Uh, I don't know. How slop. about you? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, here's just, uh, you know, here's uh, mac and cheese and yeah. turkey and shit. Yeah, and a, b- a bucket of gravy. Uh, I actually do remember the last time I was at a buffet. I um, We went to the YMCA of the Rockies. And uh, and it's just kind of that not outside Denver. It's a little bit further than that, but it's um up near Estes Park in Colorado. 
and it's this really incredible YMCA that is just like it stretches over this huge stretch of land in the mountains and there's all these great cabins that you could stay in and we just got a cabin and we were there for a couple of days with the kids and like they basically had a mess hall that you can go and eat in and it had a, a buffet and we, we ate there uh, I think uh, at least dinner every day but sometimes lunch too and it was surprisingly good and I'm like oh man buffets are fun and I was uh, this is also fun stuff right before I came down here the last conversation I had with Emmy before I put her to bed was because she calls Kirby's f- uh, Dream Buffet the food game and I was like well it's, it's, it's Kirby's Dream Buffet just so you know in case you need to like discuss it or whatever and she's like Dream Buffet okay okay and then I'm like do you know what a buffet is and we, I started explaining to her what a buffet was and she's like wow you should take me to a buffet we could go together I'm like yeah okay yeah that sounds great I would love to go there so I've been thinking about buffets for this yeah. entire show there must still be a golden corral around near you they yes, close that, doors a while that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking we'll, we'll hit up a golden corral or the equivalent right there's get a, all the steak you can eat yeah I, I actually haven't been to a golden corral in like 20 years so yeah. my grandpa called it the okay corral and i thought that was pretty funny yeah it's pretty good grandpa's a pretty funny guy yeah he's dead now but he was funny okay uh the egg doctor says the virtual yeah the virtual <laughs> he would appreciate he's glad he'd be glad that i would be using that for humor the egg <laughs> doctor says the Wii virtual console was released december 2006 including support for Nintendo 64 games the Nintendo 64 was released on June 1996. There's only a 10-year gap between the N64's release and it being added to the Virtual Console. It has somehow been 11 years since the Wii U was released. Does this mean that the Wii U is being added to Nintendo Switch Online? P.S. Time is weird. Time I, is weird. He's got the we've answer right talk- there. Time is weird. Yeah, we've, all, we've all been talking about that PlayStation 4 reveal event being 10 years ago and how weird that is. Uh, and the Game, the, Bo- Nintendo- the Game Boy Advance and the DS release date. So I was talking about that being... Four four and a half years apart yeah. just fucked me up. I just could not handle that information. Well, I, I always remember that the Game Boy Color what had a pretty short. Yes, lifespan. that I do remember too. But that's like it was like two and a half years, and that's really uh, weird still because it still feels yeah. long, it still feels longer than two and a half years to me. But I remember that. Uh, I do not remember that the Game Boy Advance was so truncated. That's just. I mean, I guess that was just normal back then. Well, well, because. I think I don't know if they actually believed it, but they said that the DS wasn't supposed oh, to yeah, replace the, third the Game pillar, Boy. Sure, yeah. Granted, it had like a slot for Game Boy Advance cart, you know, cartridges. It, it that was mostly them covering their asses in case the DS failed. I guess right. So it's weird, but yeah, to answer uh, Egg Doctor's question here, Nintendo's just always weird about anything beyond the Town sixty four, uh, GameCube, and beyond. Right? Like, yep. Like, when are we ever going to see GameCube kind of uh, virtual console, retro console, NSO? doesn't seem like it. It seems like that's the system where they think, hey, pretty much any of these games, we're going to uh, try to sell those. We're going to remaster it or something. Uh, and they'll do that with some of the Town 64 stuff. They've done it with Ocarina of Time and whatnot on 3DS and uh, what have you. I don't know. Uh, it just doesn't seem like we're anywhere close to still to GameCube uh, be getting that kind of treatment. No, nope, I think you nailed it. They're just weird about that. Octo says, hey, Jeff, gets no nickname because he complained about question like Grub and Mike Karma Farming on the Giant Bomb subreddit Minotti. I am very good at that. Y'all ever play any fan games or remakes? There's a new Castlevania 2 fan remake that looks rad. P.S. Here's an exclusive insider sneak peek at the Mario oh, no. Cinematic Universe. Oh, it's a screenshot from Mario and Luigi. That's pretty oh, man, good. That's good. Yeah. Um, I don't play a ton of fan games or remakes. I have to be honest i haven't even played that uh, another metroid 2 remake thing well, i played a little love. bit of that yeah yeah i mean look i'm there's so many um i don't want to say real games but there's so many like full official games that getting a lot of discussion that, that i can't possibly keep up with 
Uh, it's too bad because there are some really good looking like Sonic games. Uh, there's what Sonic Robo Blast 2 or whatever is some kind of 3D Sonic platformer made in the Doom engine that looks awesome. So, uh, but yeah, no, not not really a lot. How about you? I, I played again yeah, another Metroid 2 remake. Um, I feel like there's more than that. I've played like a lot of mods that are fan mods that completely rework the game. Uh, we're playing Alpha Protocol. We're doing that uh, play it forward thing that we announced for yeah, Giant Bomb. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, and I uh, I went in there and like made sure that I added a bunch of mods so that it was like it would play better and things like that. But not, uh, nothing that I would just like other than another two Metroid 2 remake that I would qualify as a full remake. Yeah, the problem is I like I could kind of watch videos about those like Antu does a lot of videos about like those Sonic fan games. and I watch those I'm like that's neat. And that kind of gets me what I need. Um, okay, so yeah, I was, I was wondering about this, Kevin, if uh, Barkley showed up in Jam Gaiden is a fan game, and I guess it is. That yeah. game sure did rule. Uh, and I, I'm so sad that its uh, sequel seems to be a Kickstarter disaster story, but that was a great game back in the day. Yeah. Velocity Prime 1 says, Dear Dogs, at the time of writing, Metroid Prime Remastered is sitting at a 95 Metacritic rating with 50 reviews. Do you think this might be the best-reviewed game of the year? And what games do you think could actually beat that score? You never count out. We're getting a Zelda game, right? Yeah. yeah. So Zelda games, uh, when they hit, they review really well. Even when they don't hit. Exactly. Uh, remember, exactly what remember, I was when people were, remember when people were mad about uh, the GameSpot review for Twilight Princess being an 88? And who, yep. who today? Like, a lot of people would be like, 88's maybe high for that one. Mm-hmm. Back then, people were furious. Oh, uh, Resident Evil 4 remake could hit really well. That I was going to go look up the Metacritic of some of these old games, but I remember that's the game we're doing on uh, on the sides this week, so I'm like, oh, I better not. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Resident Evil 4 remake, I think, is another one that could hit incredibly well. I'd be shocked if Starfield did that well. It's going to have enough yeah. uh, Bethesda jank to keep it from going that high. I'm like, if it gets a 90, that's going yeah. to be incredible right. for that game. Even Final Fantasy 16, like, I think it'll be happy to get a 90. Uh, yeah. Final Fantasy 7, you know, if the Final Fantasy 7 um, remake 2, whatever it's called, if that happened, I mean, as much as people love remake and glow, glow about it, it didn't get a 90 Metacritic. It's less than that, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it can. So uh, 95 is very high. It's going to be Zelda or Resident Evil or nothing, something weird that we're not expecting. Uh, Haas says, hey, yo, dogs, Saudi Arabia has allegedly increased their Nintendo stake to be the biggest external investor. Hypothetically, if they bought the company outright, would this affect how you feel slash act with Nintendo? I'm not a giant fan of hypotheticals. I guess that's just a fucking lie. I talk about hypotheticals all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just say it would it would affect uh, how I act or feel. It's hard to know exactly how it would affect things unless it really happened. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just not sure. I think I might be too much... Like, you know, you, you talk about this a lot, Jeff, how you either have to, like, maybe be smart about these things or just accept that you're a hedonist and that's bad. I know I have a lot of hedonistic tendencies. I think you can't be a big Disney World fan unless you are a bit of a hedonist, but uh, uh, it's not something I'm proud of, that's for sure. Yeah, I uh, yeah, it, w- it would affect me. Uh, I think that uh, they would not be able to just buy out Nintendo outright because, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I, I suppose they could convince all of the executives and, the, the, you know, Nintendo, which probably owns some of uh, itself at a certain point. Uh, to yeah, okay, we're going to buy Nintendo. Just Nintendo, sell us yourself uh, for a really high price. Uh, but, you know, just giving into the hypothetical, yeah, that would definitely affect me. But, I mean, everything affects me. I'm affected all the time. Uh, we were... Um, Talking a lot about wrestling on the Bombcast today when we we opened up and then like the entire time I'm like man Vince McMahon fucking sucks and then we talked about Atomic uh, Atomic Heart 
And I'm like, the entire time, like, we didn't mention that. So, yeah, that's, uh, that could be funded by the Russian government. And that studios have been wishy-washy about the war. And that stuff fucking sucks. It's, I'm affected, everything affects me. And it's uh, at a certain point, um, I do try to filter some of it out because uh, I feel helpless because I am. And then it's like, well, what, what am I doing here? I'm just kind of beating myself up over nothing. So uh, I will come, usually come back around and try to just enjoy these things, even if they are uh a product of evil what can i do <laughs> right now i mean like i'm better at just like i guess going with that but again i'm not necessarily proud of that, yeah, definitely, yeah right? definitely, yes exactly yeah uh chuck 1991 says dear dogs last story on wii is one of my favorite games i'm serious but my hopes for a remaster were dashed when hironobu sakaguchi stated he doesn't want to spend resources on remasters of mistwalker games why would a dev not want to do a remaster that is guaranteed to sell more copies now than it had previously with more and more niche games being remastered, it must be worth it, right? You know, Mist Walker is kind of Sakaguchi's victory lap, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. the guy who did Final Fantasy. This is him getting to make the games that he wants to make, do what he wants to do a bit. And I can understand why he wouldn't be super excited just remastering some game he already made. And his, uh, his studio is not big enough to just allocate that to some other team inside there. So I get where he's coming from. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I guess I didn't really think about it in those terms. That yeah, he's kind of just wanting to do what he wants to do. So why would he work on something that's like retreading? It does, yeah, I guess it doesn't seem to be all about it being worth it. Screaming Madden says, "Hi, Mike. I played Mary Kate and Ashley Sweet Sixteen, License to Drive, Minotti, and Jeff. I beat Bubsy 3D. Fuck you, Grub. Yeah, but Mary Kate and Ashley License to Drive is a good game, Jeff. You'll see. <laughs> well, it's GameCube." He says, yeah, that's right. There aren't any bad games on the GameCube. What is like the worst GameCube game? Because even the things that are supposed to be bad, I kind of just like playing anyways. Like yeah. I love that stupid Universal Studios <laughs> game on there. So, uh, I'm just sick. I've been watching Mario Kart Double Dash videos and really appreciate how each pair of characters uh, having their own items, from Mario Luigi's Fireballs to Donkey and Diddy Kong's giant bananas. Anyways, if there was a game called Game Journalist Kart Double Dash and Jeff and Mike are the canon pair, what would your team's unique Item B. My first lazy answer is just a uh, an RB sauce packet. It just acts exactly like a banana peel. But um, oh, I could throw the bag of hair at people. Yeah, there you go. And that just really grosses them out. They get like sick, like cartoon sick, where they get real green. They like start, and then they throw up. They slow down and throw up. But then the puke piles also act like oil slicks for the people who run into them. So that's it. We throw Jeff's hair at people. Yeah, um, I would probably just throw uh, sponsored products from our podcast at people. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I might. What? I think I just real quick. I just was like, what? Yes. Are the, uh, like Google, what is the worst uh, GameCube games? I and then the, the picture of Charlie's Angels popped up, and I'm just, I just got to yeah. share it. Man, this thing's so fucked up looking. That is supposed to be a very bad game. You should add that to the play club list. Yes, I'm, so. I'm going to definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just what is going on there. That looks like. <laughs> uh, now you're making me want to play. It. I know that's exactly what I thought when I that's... saw it. What is uh, what is this guy's name? Chris. Why does he look like uh, f fucking Captain America? Um, Chris Evans. Yeah, it looks like Chris Evans. <laughs> it looks like Chris Evans mixed with Derek Zoolander. Yeah. <laughs> look at that body. Look I at know. that profile. It's just there's yeah, it's banging. There is an angry video game episode about that game, Nintendo. Yeah, uh, it looks oh, awful. Oh, Aquaman, but... the Battle for Atlantis. Oh, man, there might be some really good ones on GameCube. 
I just <laughs> have to hurt you and Dan. See, I, I said this when I was I raked my consoles recently, uh, and that that video is up on uh, the Game S uh, YouTube channel, so check that out. But uh, like I said, it's about GameCube. It's kind of like with Star Trek: The Next Generation and Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Those are my favorite shows because even when it's bad, even when it's objectively bad, sure, I still kind of like it. Right? Like it still does something for me. There's still an essence there that I enjoy, and it's kind of like that with the GameCube. Or even when it's awful, I can still have fun somehow. And the worst game, Spyro: Enter the Dragonfly, according to the that game. can't be true. That game can't be that bad. Uh, Disney Sports Skateboarding is number two on here, so that's a pretty good game, right? No, no. So I got confused about this too, Jeff. There are two separate Disney skateboarding games. This one <laughs> is uh, not, this one is bad and it's at my local store right now and I kind of want to pick it up anyways. But there's a separate one that is just the uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater clone made by Toys for Bob, I think. That's actually very good. Right, I played yes, that. That one's good. That one's great. This one is not. Okay, Sonic Riders is number three, so. Uh, I mean, gosh, I think I only ever played Sonic Riders when it was on. I think we rented it for when it was a Kinect game, and it sure seems stupid. You played Shrek Super Party, right? That's because you you did the. Uh, no, I played Shrek uh, Super Slam. I think you played Super Slam. Okay, I thought you played the party game. That's too. great. Yeah, I haven't Super played the party good. game. I played Shrek Two, which is like just like the licensed game for the movie. It's okay. It's just like a four-player kind of co-op uh, platformer with. Action elements, it's fine. Get ready for the next one, Jeff. Got a little sidetracked there. Whenever it's CPU says, remember that Nintendo patent for the Game Boy case that added a D-pad and buttons to a phone? I was hoping they would release that for Switch when they put Game Boy games on NSO. But here we are, and we got nothing. You think Nintendo would do any kind of Game Boy or Game Boy Advance-themed Joy-Cons, controllers, or a case like this? I mean, it's, they, they, they sold controllers for the other things, and yet I feel like we're going to get nothing for Game Boy or Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I, I I mean, it'd be cool, but yeah, I don't think so. Breadfish says, I'll keep it brief. As of right now, over, under, on Mother 3 coming to the NSO. Keep in mind that Mother 1 is already on surface as Earthbound Beginnings. Yeah, but Mother 1 was also translated before. Yeah. So they didn't have to do any new work there. My thing now is, why, if you were going to finally give us Mother 3 after all this time, you really wouldn't, like, try to make some money off of that, aside from just making it an incentive for NSO. Like, isn't that kind of a big deal? Maybe they don't think it's a big deal. Maybe it's just like, ah, oh, here you go. Aren't you lucky? But, you know, it'll be like when, when Fire Emblem 1, right, finally got uh, translated to the U.S. They didn't just put it on NSO. They made people fucking buy it. It would be like that for Mother 3 almost certainly. So I don't think it shows up on NSO. Yeah, I, mean, I, I still fan, think it could be on Switch. I know fans have speculated like, oh, maybe it's not coming because of controversial content. Whenever I look into this, it's like, oh, there's critiques of capitalism and the characters <laughs> and there's characters who are gender ambiguous. And I'm like, man, that's every fucking game now. <laughs> that's just right. those things like it's good. We're all good. We're all good on those. Right. I don't think I, I don't really buy that. They're that worried about the content of Mother 3. Yes. Anymore. Um, it's just Nintendo beat Nintendo. Uh, well, Beefy gave me a note saying to use sarcasm for this one. Okay. Why won't the NSO Game Boy app let me play Wario Land 3 in anything but Game Boy Color mode? <laughs> Shouldn't the Game Boy Original and Pocket be able to play it? It's almost like the game acts as some kind of next-gen exclusive or something. Oh, my God. Well, it's clearly not. It's it's clearly not, right? Because War Wario Land 3, was that a... Wait, was that a clear cartridge? I don't think so. I'm not even going to dignify your stupid questions with answers that I definitely <laughs> know. Uh, I think it was a clear cartridge. Uh, I think Warland. Yeah, Warland 3, Warland 3 is a clear cartridge. That's right. Yeah. 
Yes. All right, shut well, up. Thank you, Michael. Jimmy Nintendo says, in light of the Tetris movie, what are other real-life video game stories you'd like to see on film? Oh, yeah. Man, uh, definitely um, Nintendo fucking over Sony by going with Panasonic instead. Um, yeah. I, I'd like a whole courtroom drama about the Donkey Kong thing. I don't yes. know if it's actually exciting enough for that. But it, it definitely, is, you could definitely good. make it as exciting as the Tetris. The Tetris story is very good. It's a very good one that they picked. Um, I think that... Uh, you can do, um, yeah, go ahead. How about the Half-Life leak? Yeah. Half-Life 2 leak. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I, I think, uh, God, the, st- the story of like PlayStation and, and then coming in and undercutting Sega and just destroying Sega with like the, uh, the 299 or whatever the price was, all that stuff would be very, uh, very good. Um, and then I would like to see a um, story about Silicon Graphics and, Mm. Nintendo going to Silicon Graphics after working with other companies for so long and, and what those conversations were like and what, what was the drama there. And then like the, the final history of Silicon Graphics sort of crashing and burning after all that. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One bopped angel, Advent Children, says, Woof woof to my dogs. Should Theater Rhythm be nominated for Game of the Year because it lets normal people experience the best part about the Final Fantasy franchise, music, in a much more fun and quick way than most of the games? Well, Mike, what's your favorite song in there you've never heard before? Oh, so I was actually playing some of the songs from Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. You know Mystic Quest, Jeff. That was like Game Boy. the one. Yeah, no, no, no. Mystic Quest is Super Nintendo. Oh, who can yeah. keep it straight? Is the one that Square Enix? It's the one Square Enix made back when they thought that uh, Westerners were too stupid to really understand JRPG. Like the, the JRPGs weren't selling as well in the West, and I think they just assumed that it was too complicated for us. Was the problem? So they made Mystic Quest to try to teach people JRPGs. So it's it's very simple, but its music is incredible. And I've always heard people say that. And I was playing those songs now. Uh, it's very good. Yeah, Seraphis was telling me this, and yeah, they're great. Uh, so those are very good songs. Uh, but it didn't really take. You know what? RPG did do a very good job uh, teaching people about JRPG mechanics. Final, Final, Final Fantasy? No, Mario RPG. That, oh. was a, that was a gateway for a lot of people. Sure, yes, definitely. <laughs> right. Um, I don't, man, I hope I hope that there's some kind of, I mean, I don't think it's going to win like Game of the Year, but I'm having a lot of fun with Theater Rhythm. I hope people don't forget it. It is weird because it is basically just like the third version of this idea they had before. It somehow just works a lot better. Uh, I, I was playing on stream even before this and just having a very good time. It has a, a streamer overlay option, which is shocking for a Switch game. Uh, and that's really cool. Like, it shows what inputs I'm pressing and has oh, cool. other extra info. Yeah, it's really neat. 
So yeah, it's uh, it's really good, really good game. I do like you're like it's it's really fun. It's really weird, and I'm like, yeah, it is weird that it's fun. Final Fantasy game. That's you shut the hell up. It's different. Bugadillo says, "Hey Jeff, Maka, Maraca Man Grub." And uh, Jeff, I watched that clip. I know you're not not remembering the word for Maraca. I think I watched it at least two hundred times. <laughs> like that, like not like you know, that's a shoot. Uh, God, it's good. And Mike Bando Namkine and Naughty. <laughs> Damn it. On a whim, I decided to replay Donkey Kong Jungle B for GameCube. Yeah. What an awesome game. I'm going to play that eventually. I got the disc. I got the bongos. Let's go. I got my weird third party bongos. Let's go. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. Pe Pelican. I, I, are they, do they come that yellowed or is that time? Oh, that's, that work? is time. That is the, uh, the, just the spice of time flavoring up these bongos. Yeah, that's just what happens when something exists in your house for a week and you wonder why everyone's always sick there. And I got to connect it to my third party GameCube controller adapter for Wii U <laughs> oh and PC God. USB. I'm yes, just, I am go. rocking it here. Let's ah, go. I dropped it. <laughs> oh my God, that made so much noise. All right, we're all good. We're all good. They might not have heard that. Jeff's like, oh, my OBS isn't working for some reason. I'm usually so careful with everything I own. Um, it has me thinking, continues Bugadillo. The era of the plastic peripheral really died off too soon. What's your favorite game-specific peripheral controller? Mine is probably either the turntable for DJ Hero or the Sega Fishing Controller. Man, the Sega Fishing Controller rules. But DJ Hero, also a great game. But, um, non-ironically, Jeff, I loved the Sambas <laughs> for Samba <laughs> Day Amigo. Oh, I played the hell out of Samba Day Amigo so much that, like, I just can't really get that excited about the Switch game. Because I just don't think it's it's the same thing if you don't have the Maraca controllers. That's why the Wii version didn't work. So, we'll see. But, God, I love those Maracas. They felt so good. Because they, they are just Maracas, because Maracas are relatively simple, but they're controllers. It's awesome. This is probably like in the spirit, but not exactly what you mean. But um, I liked um, any Game Boy Advance cartridge that came with Rumble. And so it had the big triangle like cage yeah. sticking out of the back of the cartridge that would hang off the back of the Game Boy Advance. So like Drill Dozer was really great. Uh, I, yeah, I like all that stuff. I, I wanted every single one of them. Dr. Suss says, hey, dogs, Metroid Prime is a fucking banger, huh? Do you consider it the biggest banger that most people haven't played have most people not played it? If they haven't, then shame on them. If that's true, I mean, true, it's, it's then like sure. a three million copies between the Wii and the GameCube sure. version, right? So that's like not enough great. people have played it. Yeah, yeah, enough people probably have played it. Yes, it's not. It certainly is. I, I would never call it some hidden gem. That's for sure. No, clearly, clearly not a hidden gem. I mean, yes, especially if you put it in the context of like how many GameCube sold. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, if, if you then you put it in the context of how many people are playing games now, a lot of people have not played it. Enough people have played it, though. Lolly Sup says, hello, gentlemen. PAX East exhibitors have been announced, and there's no big three, Square Bethesda, or many other from past years. Apparently, there is Nintendo. Someone else has said so. But uh, they continue. Do you expect this to be the case going forward? Is this a read pop thing or the publishers? I mean, God, Jeff, we haven't been to a PAX East in a long time. We talk are we not going to this one? I know we talked about it, then a lot of stuff happened. Probably when is not, it? huh? I, I mean it's like the end of March. It's real soon. It's, like yeah, it's real away. soon. I, I I know we were trying to make it happen with work, uh, where we were like we suddenly got our travel budget back and we we're like, Can we can we make this happen? And and then it was like it was a bit too late to get a panel. Um but so probably not. Well maybe we should just go to the next PAX. I don't know, we'll see. But, but it's, I don't know. In terms of, I don't think there's anything too crazy going on with exhibitors here. I think Nintendo is going, so 
Uh, I think it'll be okay. I mean, does Sony or Microsoft ever go to PAX? Is that a thing? I don't. I haven't. Been Sony's been there a couple times. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember Xbox. Uh, Nintendo's been there a few times too. Um, I don't think this is a read pop thing. I think this is just a timing thing, and these companies sort of figuring out ways to save money and also just like eh, we'll just make our investments more wisely. I think it's kind of just that simple. And they might wrap back around and suddenly. They are wanting to spend a lot of money on marketing, and they'll be back at PAX. We'll see. Dolly says Xbox was at the first couple. I'm trying to remember because I was only at literally the first couple PAXs. So yeah. the first and second. I remember like Red Dead Redemption 2. I remember Portal 2 being there. Not Red Dead Redemption 2, Red Dead Redemption 1. I remember Disney being there with freaking split second. I remember oh, geez, yeah. uh, what the hell was that game from that, that World of Warcraft guy who's like a giant jackass. That oh, like yeah, a, sure. The Red 5 studio. Um, yeah, the, it was, was at like every a shooter packs. MMO. It was yeah. at every PAX. I can't remember. They had now. the van, right? Yeah. <laughs> or the truck or something. Yeah. Uh, next up is from Running Riot. He says, hello, dogs. Just want to share a story. I was ca- getting caught up on episodes while fixing breakfast. Ooh, a little brekkie. For the other morning while the kids watched some cartoons. Dommy mommies were brought up. Firefall. You know, I wanted to say that, then I thought, no, that's a different game. I was thinking of Firewatch. <laughs> Anyways, back to this uh, question. Dommy mommies were brought up while talking about Engage, and I hear my four-year-old say, Dommy mommies from the living room. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I didn't know what to say, so I said, that's a bad word. <laughs> so he wouldn't say it at preschool. Ooh, that was the wrong thing to say, baby. <laughs> Love the show. Maybe AirPods from now on. <laughs> yes. Sorry, running right. Yep. <laughs> but look, you're going to have to have that conversation with your kids someday Eventually, about yeah. Dommy mommies. You know, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, <laughs> dommy mommies are fine. They're, they're running over, uh, they're taking over wrestling these days. Mm-hmm. They took over video games a long time ago. I mean, I, I bet within our lifetime, Jeff, we're going to have the first Dommy Mommy as a United States president. And it's going to be a moment that's going to make me cry. I'm yeah, I'm going to be lie. so proud of my country, maybe for the first time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, can tell you, I can tell as soon as you started going down that one how proud you were. You're like, I'm taking this all the way to the end. I am sticking with this bit. And I'm like, Man, we're I'm, funny. Just gonna let, I'm like, let him cook. Just let him cook. <laughs> People don't appreciate how funny we are. Uh, <laughs> okay, I can do this. Let me take a, okay, I'm going to take a sip of Yeah, right, yeah let's, take a, let's take a little okay. breather, a little mm. breather. These questions like, are too long, everybody. I don't really want I, me to say, well, they're too long. There's too many I'm of them. Heated. I'm heated. We're going to, we're going to in the future about that. We're going to have to start alternating between topics and questions, everybody, just because the show's been getting, look, we get, we've got a lot more pocket producers, which is fantastic and are very appreciative. But logistically, yeah, we can't do a topic and a question every episode. Um, so next episode will be questions again. Then after that, we'll do the topic going forward. Yeah. Ooh, okay, thank you. Yes, Jeff. Yell at the audience. That yeah. makes me makes me feel like daddy's mommy. Can, can I ask mommy. you a question? I'm gonna put I'm gonna put him on blast right now. When okay. I was frustrated with OBS, did you tell Christian not to laugh when I came in? No, no. He just knew not to like. He knew I was in a bad mood, and he could just tell. I mean, I hope he would learn at this point. I knew not to. I mean, I thought there were still moments where he was like going, he was going on and on like he does. And well, I, yeah. I thought you were going to get mad anyway. No. He knew. Christian knew. He good knew. job. Right, good good, good picking he up learns. on. All right. He's cool. picking up on social cues. Cool. That's awesome. Very well good. done. Well done. Okay. Next question here is from Clink. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Mommy, Tommy, <Dolly>, president. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I, I just, I'm imagining uh, uh, the big lady from Resident Evil in one of Hillary Clinton's. <laughs> have a straw. Yeah, one president. of Hillary Clinton's pantsuits. That's just. That I don't like, think. Don't make I don't think she's. I don't think she's a sis. <laughs> she's not natural born. Nah, probably not. Okay. Ah. Clink says, hello, Mike, not A.G. Minotti, and Jeff, not G-E-O-F-F Grub. Right. What's more likely to appear in the Mario movie, a rabbit or a minion? Minion. A minion. They would, Illumination would rather fucking die than <laughs> animate a rabbit in one of their movies. It's just like, that's only because they know that they bring about the comparison. Everybody be like, well, rabbits have obviously been here first and staked out this ground. This belongs to Ubisoft. And then Yves is going to pop out and take out Chris Melodandry. Are rabbits done yet? I mean, they couldn't even help. Uh, I think they're done like, now. Right. Like you put them in a Mario game and it like that was that worked one time. And now it's clear that they were in a pediment, right? With the sequel, right? Yeah. So I think we're done with rabbits finally. Impediment. Impediment. I thought you said we're saying they were in pentiment. They were uh, not in pentiment. They're in pediment. Although, that'd yes. be pretty good. The rabbit's in pentiment. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no. Dugan says, Nintendo Pound Puppies, what is your take on lo-fi music, and more specifically, video game music covers in that style? I found a cover of Stickerbush Symphony from an artist called Lo-Fi VGM and felt the need to share. Hope you enjoy it, and thanks as always. I don't like ever, I don't go out of my way to seek it out too often, but whenever I hear it, I like it. I don't think you can make a bad version of Stickerbush Symphony, though, and that seems like yeah. a song that is specifically a pretty good fit for lo-fi. Uh, that that girl who's always studying, she she listens to lo-fi songs, right? That's that channel, uh, lo-fi beats to study to or something. You talk, you talk about the cartoon girl who's always studying. That's yeah, and it's yes. raining. Lo-fi beats to study slash relax to. Yes, that's yeah. that's what she's listening to. I want to. This is probably gonna be loud. Holy shit, that's loud. Okay, my bad. Yeah, that's not lo-fi. If you know it's gonna be loud, why don't you lower it first? Well, I mean, I, listen. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know how loud it was gonna be. It was way louder than even I was expecting. <laughs> Here's the thing. Chad didn't even hear it, so we're gonna do it again. Here we go. Okay, oh. good. It scared me. All right, never mind. Anyway, there we go. Uh, I think I've lowered it. It's still really loud for Chad. There we go. Sounds very good, though. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's uh, Michael Staple, everybody. Michael Staple, Stickerbush Symphony. All right, there we very go. good. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lenny Cool Dick Denver says, hey, Nintendo Iowans. Nintendo Iowans. I was watching the old Blight Clubs of Sonic 6, and I was wondering if you guys ever hashed out what constitutes a mainline Mario game. I think Jeff and I are on agreement with this. We're, we're fine on this one. We think that the mainline Mario games are... We hashed it um, out. Like, we had to, like, work through it, but we, we got there in the while. end. Yeah. But ba- basically, it's everything you think. Like the, the contentious one's usually... Really, the only super contentious one is Yoshi's Island if you're a sane person. If you're an insane person like dan reichert you're gonna say things like the portable ones don't count god i want to beat him that's one of the things that actually says that makes me want to beat him up yeah we should maybe just go get him yeah Uh, it's it's like some people like oh new super mario brothers don't count because they're not as good it's like uh, look i understand they're like kind of like in a subcategory but they're they're mainline so mainline mario games are mario one mario two both mario twos yes that's like another thing but it's both of them mario three Mario World, not Yoshi's Island, Mario Land, Mario Land 2, not Mario Land 3, Wario's Land. You had to play as Mario. Mario has to be the main character. That's the thing. That's why there's no Wario Land. There's no Yoshi's Island. Then, like, you know, all the new Super Mario games and then all the mainline 3D Mario games. Who is it who's like Super Mario 3D World doesn't count? Was that also Dan? I have literally just tweeted. At Dan Reichert, I just remembered that you don't think Super Mario 3D World is a mainline Mario, and that, it makes me want to assault you. That is actually more ridiculous than the, the handheld thing. One of the most thing. ridiculous things that it anyone's is the ever most, said. I don't understand how a game could be more mainline. I think it's just because like it's blanketed by other... Because it comes out from 3D they, Land. So he's like, oh, 3D right. Land's portable, oh, so you go from there. Is. And so that doesn't count, because it's a, it's a spin-off of a spin-off, and I, I want to spin him off this planet. Right. It's just because of his, it's like connected to his weird portable hang-up. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's messed up. If if you say that 3D World is not mainline, you're disqualified from the conversation. Yes, exactly. Uh, speaking of, I mean, like, yes, to have we hash this out, I mean, there is literally a, a video on this channel on YouTube of us hashing this out. Or were you there? Or maybe you weren't there. Well, we did a ranking of the mainline Mario games. We did a ranking of them. Okay, yeah. so we, we, yeah, there's a video of that of us ranking the mainline Mario games where we discuss, discuss like why these are the mainline Mario games. And then uh, me and Gene Park and a few other people at a PAX did a panel about right. this. Right, you did a panel. I wasn't at the panel. Yes, we did a panel at PAX, and that's on this channel as well. So you could check that out and where we actually discussed this. I think Kyle Orlin, Orlin was there, and uh, uh, and uh, was it Anthony? Was it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. My- my newer fight has been about Final Fantasy mainline because I do not think like Final Fantasy Ten Two counts as a mainline Final Fantasy game. And people yell at me, but I stand by that because they need to say like Final Fantasy Four, the After Years is man, eh, it's gross. Big Tony says my dogs DK oldies. Yes, no, thanks. I can I can explain this for you. Do you 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 haven't been paying attention to YouTube, Jeff? I would no, and I would love an explanation. So DK oldies is this uh, uh, old retro game store it's a retro game store uh that's like um do you know do you know carmax you, do you yes. understand carmax like what i mean when i say carmax it's just like the mall of buying cars and there's no haggling and they're just gonna there's gonna be an up you're, there's an upcharge for everything but it's a very smooth experience and it's kind of like mm-hmm. a really slick uh but it's too slick so you're gonna be paying that extra 
DK oldies is the equivalent for old games. The problem is, is that they have been shipping out a lot of stuff that turns out to be real junk and real crap. The especially egregious thing is that they will label game or systems as refurbished. And if you go look at their site, dkoldies.com or whatever it is, and the reason everyone knows them is because they're really big on social media. They do really good like YouTube shorts about... I think I have actually seen so, some of their things, yeah. So, Sammy from, from Albuquerque, Albuquerque just ordered a Game Boy Color. Let's go get them one. And they just go with their back thing. Yes, and they I have the, seen one of these. And there's like 15 Game Boy Colors in a bin. They get one out and they put it in there and they put the game in there and they give them a special sticker, all that stuff. That's why they're big. Uh, but they will list every single one of their systems as refurbished. And people have taken apart these systems and they will find dirt just like everywhere the boards will be super dirty and um uh spawn wave is who's someone that used to do the, this kind of work and actually refurbish systems was like none of this none of this counts as what you would call refurbished you would have to actually like, take the boards out and put them in like hypersonic cleaners and all this stuff and it's like oh okay they, they do not seem to be doing that at dk oldies so it's uh, i think mm. they probably just do use the refurbish tags so they could charge more money I generally, with all my retro stuff, I don't like buying any of it online. And it's like, yeah, like part of the fun it. for me, I want to see it. And like, you know, either I'll go to a store or maybe there'll be some kind of toy fair or something. Maybe I'll go to one of those. But yeah, it's almost cheating if I could just buy this shit online. You I, know? I, I, I think, D, I mean, you know, just to put it bluntly, DK Oldies is for rubes. It's for rubes. It's, it's, it's a rube. Yeah, uh, rube is like a, a sucker. Uh, someone's. Oh. Someone's, uh, oh, it's a mark. It's a mark is what it ah, is. Ah, there we go. Gotcha. So, right. So it's just someone that's, um, they aren't looking into this very deeply. They remember one or two games from their childhood. They get the urge out of nowhere and they're not going to like shop around or anything. So they're paying extra. It's, it's, yeah. Are they jabroni marks that don't know a work when you work a work into a shoot, brother? Yes, brother. Okay. Pablo Cos says, hello, beef and cheddar, compadres. The announcement of a brand new Pokemon presents we expect Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Red and Blue to drop on NSO by the end of February. I could see those happening together. Sure. Yeah, I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the shadow drop as part of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. The Jet in the Hat says, hey, Mike, chicken out on kissing Jeff. So he asked AJ to do it instead. Minotti and Jeff. AJ is my new Valentine grub. With the new Nintendo Microsoft partnership announced. I think that's maybe pushing it. Could Hi-Fi Rush be on Switch one day? More importantly, could... Chai join the next smash. Uh lots of things could happen. Lots, lots of things, of things can happen. Yes. I mean, look, if Microsoft was gonna be like you could put a character in Smash Brothers, I mean, wouldn't it be it wouldn't it be Master Chief? I don't think the I don't think Nintendo, when it comes to Smash Brothers, settles for kind of I don't want to say secondary characters. I love Chai, but you know what I mean. Like they, they got they, they got freaking Sora, right? Yeah. And all the hoops they had to jump through to do that. Uh, it wouldn't be Chai. It would be like Master Chief or something uh, like that. I mean, they look, they, they jumped through hoops before. They've gotten Banjo Kazooie and Minecraft Steve and stuff like that. I would like it, sure. Uh, they got, but uh, I rush... got Pierce Brosnan as James Bond. Uh, that I would not. Uh, no, that's not going to happen. No, that's not happening. Uh, Pennywise says, "I'm back from our awesome Disney World trip. My beef and cheddar dogs. Mike, thank you so much for the bathroom advice for my wife a couple weeks back. I remember this." I know it sounds funny, but we visited Mike's favorite bathroom by the Japanese cherry blossom. Oh my with god! Epcot, I hate how excited you are about helps this. With so many mercy. yes, <laughs> I love those bathrooms. Yes, it worked. Incredible trip to celebrate my wife's return to good health. We were there for thirteen days. Oh, I love taking like long trips like that. You can really just kind of relax, and you don't have to worry about seeing everything in one day. And like Mike, we're proud to wear the title of Disney perverts. Good. Here we go. Jeffy's going to talk to you now, Jeff. While listening. To a previous episode where you mentioned the Nintendo vouchers and how it's not a deal. 
It's just Nintendo manipulating you. I literally bought them during the show thanks to you. <laughs> it's, so, it's, <laughs> so it's now your responsibility to tell uh, to tell us what to use my second voucher for. It's my first for Pikmin 4. And I already pre-ordered Tears of the Kingdom. $60 from Amazon over a year ago. Any good releases for later this year, I should save it for. Let's go to the gamer browser, everybody. All right, let's see what's Woo! happening here. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, Bayonetta Origins, Carezza's Childhood Flippy Flop. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> Carezza. Uh, Carezza! Yeah, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe is one I would use it on right now because a uh, very big Kirby household right now, but you know if Kirby's for you or not. Uh, Octopath Traveler 2, getting pretty good reviews. That's coming out two days, three days. Um, maybe so. Maybe that. Um, yeah, very soon. Let's see here. There you like is. JRPGs, then maybe. I mean, although I'm still like, I just don't know about. I love JRPGs, and I just don't know about Octopath Traveler, Jeff. Yeah, sure. Uh, MLB The Show 23 oh, coming shit. to Switch. Uh, maybe that's do that. Fun. Mega Man. Well, this is not sixty dollars. Uh, so you definitely don't want to do that again. It's not sixty dollars. I'm going to say Mega Man Battle Network. Um, yeah, probably not. The Minecraft Legends, April. Uh, I would use it on Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp coming April 21st. There you go. You're welcome. There you go. Mr. Also, also, obviously, it's a deal, but it's manipulation. It's marketing. It is, it is them using that urgency to save money against you. And that's fine. Win-win, I guess. I'm glad you liked my bathroom. Mr. Boer says, what's up, Jeff? Talked about Jimmy Carter still being alive during Grubber Link, and now <laughs> look what happened, Grub. That is messed up, I was Jeff. just Jesus so Christ. hoping that no one would notice. As soon as... Oh, my as God. Soon, as soon as the, that the, that tweet went out, like, oh, he's going to go into hospice care, I texted Dan. I'm like, oh, fuck. Because we talked about who's going to be the next celebrity death during Sonic, because that always happens. And then all of us were just like, Jimmy Carter. And then... Just Hours later, it's like, yes, Jimmy Carter is dying. That's a very good point, Jeff. Fuck. When, when is the next bike club? Uh, Thursday. Thursday. So, <laughs> there's yes! Not, there's not a 0% chance. Correct. It's like, it's, above, like, this is like really high. It's like above 1%. It's not like 0.3%. It's like 1% to 2% chance that that's when it happens. Uh... So I was wondering if I actually get serious. I almost got serious. Was like thoughts to Jimmy. Carter. <laughs> I mean, we know he's listening. <laughs> okay, let's just move on here. Um, well, uh, Tyler J, J. Wait, no, he had more to say about that. Uh, <laughs> Please, that no. was just that was just your nickname. Oh, cool. And Mike wouldn't have gone to New York if he knew it's called the Big Apple. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't learn about the Virtual Boy's existence until a number of, number of years after it was out. It seemed almost mythical that there was this Nintendo system I had never heard about. Mere personal recollection, what were the views of the Virtual Boy when it was released? People know it was going to be a failure as soon as it came out, or was it obscure even at that time? I mean, I we had a Virtual Boy, uh, and our, uh, there was kind of like it, there was something about it that was clearly different than a Game Boy. It, it felt a bit more niche than that. But you could like go to Best Buy, and you know, with all the other games, there was a Virtual Boy section. It was there. Granted, the Best Buy also had a CDI section, so that alone wasn't super prestigious. It became pretty clear pretty fast that the thing was going to not last very long. They very they stopped releasing games for it very soon. I was able to look around and notice that no one else I knew owned a virtual boy, right? It was just me. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty clear it wasn't going to take. I, um, boy, I just remember reading my magazines, Game Players, 
uh, the current host of the Nintendo Power pa- Podcast, the official one. Uh, he he was the uh, EIC for game players back then. And I I was re- reading the letters section, and someone's like, Nintendo, they have the Nintendo 64 and the Virtual Boy coming out soon. How big is this next year going to be for them? And Chris, uh, I can't remember his last name, but he's the, the host of the uh, the Nintendo Power Podcast, which is like, yep, Nintendo's going to be dominating the industry just like they have with the Super Nintendo. And it's, it's all thanks to, yes, the N64, but especially the Virtual Boy. And I just like, man, I believe this. I can't, I can't wait to see this thing. And then seeing it, and it just, it took so long for me to register that this thing is just completely busted. I'm like, hey, well, there's, I'm just missing something. Uh, I guess... I guess I'll just mostly play it on the table, but that's not like a Game Boy. All right, it's still 3D, but it's these weird red graphics, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of games. And I just like remember making the decision of I have to use my, you know, my asks, my my birthday and my Christmas asks for my parents judiciously. And I remember that when I decided I am just not going to ask for a Virtual Boy. I'm going to let this one pass me by. I'll wait for the N64. That was a good choice because they got me the N64 on launch day, the only time they ever did that. So. Worked out well. There you go. Uh, I still kind of liked my Virtual Boy. I liked Mario Clash, which was basically just like there a weird are some fun games on the Virtual Boy. Yes, of the original Mario Brothers arcade. I mean, Mario Land is what everyone talks about. It's still messed up. They didn't just put that Wario Virtual Boy game on 3DS. That would have been cool. Um, <clears throat> and then next one here is from Tyler James Bay. People have been talking about Breath of the Wild needing its Majora's Mask for years. What if Tears of the Kingdom ends up being the Phantom Hourglass? To Wind Waker, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Man, they uh, spent so many years on this game. I, no it is hard way. for me to imagine it anything but just way more than what anyone is actually expecting. Because everyone's like, at this point, was been looking at it, it's like it's the same exact map. It's going to be the same game. And I'm like, I, I, I bet that they can do some. Ma- if they had like a couple years, they could probably do a lot to that map to make it feel completely different. They have had an entire generation. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna be huge. Jedi Moss 4 says, good evening, beef and cheddar boys. Why do we get excited for emulated Game Boy games for Nintendo consoles when we all know we can easily emulate emulate it on any PC or handheld device today? Is it just a feeling of it being on the official Nintendo hardware? Are we sickos? Why are we like this? I don't know, but I am. I am just like excited and I played these things. And I guess like part of it is just knowing that it's going to reach a wider audience. And that's certainly true for like something like a Minish Cap or Mario and Luigi, but I, like you know, for Gargoyles Quest, I could have just emulated that whenever. But for now, for some reason, only when it was on NSO was I finally like, I'm going to play through this, and then I do, and it's great. Uh, you know, I play my Switch a lot. I do a lot of my gaming on the Switch. It is just convenient and nice to have those things on there. Yeah, it's uh, it is. Um, you know, it's part of the zeitgeist too. You know, a lot of people have the Switch. People are always talking about what's on there. So, um, you know, when enough people, uh, I mean, I even like, I just did start the Minish Cap for real, and I'm not even even playing it on the Switch. I'm playing it on an emulator on my PC. That that, that amused me when I was watching yeah. the stream, and the Retro Arch achievement came up. Yeah, it was, uh, but it was like, I, you know, I did that for a reason, but the reason I'm playing it is because it's on Nintendo Switch, and people are thinking about it, and I'm like, you know, it's time. I, I've put it off for long enough. It's time to actually play this thing. Uh, so... I don't know. At a certain point, it just reaches this critical mass socially that it puts enough pressure on you that you want to participate. That's that's what it is for me. You know that Manish Cap is one of the games being voted for for the Game S Game Club next month? I didn't. I hope it wins because yeah. that'll uh, give me even more reason to keep playing it. Look, I'm not trying to sway the vote. I have a feeling it's going to win. Okay. <laughs> uh, DMC Depressed Me Crying says, Hello, Mike. Using Jeff's hair to summon a demon, Bayonetta style naughty. And Jeff, 10-second pause. Sorry, what was the question, Grub? Okay, fu- okay, you know what? You're right, but fuck you. 
Is Sony's messaging around the Activision deal, if it goes through, where Ruined and Jim Ryan will be on the streets wearing a barrel for clothes within a month, likely to backfire if the deal does indeed go through? How does Sony pivot their messaging to investors to avoid a potential panic and precipitous plummet of stock price? That's interesting. Like, what is... I think Are that, Sony's investors going to freak out? The deal goes through now? That panic's going to happen no matter what. Uh, no matter whether Jim Ryan was out there, yes, selling hard this idea that he that they're doomed without Call of Duty. Uh, investors know how important Call of Duty is. That that was going to happen no matter what. Uh, I don't know. If anything, uh, if anything, if they have this deal to fall back on, if Sony signs that before before this goes through, then you know that might help a little bit. The panic is still going to happen because it's investors we're talking about, and they are dumb as fuck. They are just yeah. bricks in a bag, stupid. So they still expect a panic. Ben Chase, he says, hey, Jeff and Mike, do you think Hi-Fi Rush comes to Switch in the next 12 months? I don't, Jeff. What do you think? Uh, what's, what's the question? <laughs> ah, suck it, Jeff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, Hi-Fi Rush on Switch, I think, is uh, not going to come to Switch in the next five, 12 months or whatever. No. No. Okay. No. You, think anything's, you don't think anything's coming except for Call of Duty? That's where I am right now for the most. I'm not... Like, not nothing, but I, I wouldn't be like, oh, Hi-Fi Rush is the obvious candidate. Uh, no, I don't think so. Jeremy Biff. I mean, I'd be the only candidate. <laughs> what other games would there even be? Were they going to put True. Ghostwire well, Tokyo the time on sweeper. There? Yeah, well, I would like that. If they put Crimson Skies on there, I'd be happy, but that's not... It would be cool if they just, like, put, like, some classic Xbox games on there. Why not? But it's not going to happen. I just found this Game Players Magazine, I think, that has the... Uh, the Virtual Boy announcement stuff in it. And I think nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a video on this. It'll be fun. Yeah, we should do another magazine video. Th yes. Did you do that last one without me? Are you a mean jerk? Yeah. You want to you come be on my video with my magazine? Yeah, maybe I would. Okay, let's Jeff. Do, let's do it. All right, sure. Maybe. Maybe I don't anymore. Uh, you were <laughs> yeah, probably so at Jeremy. Disney. I have no idea, but I think it's like a real safe bet if I just say that. <laughs> You're right. Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy Biff says... Hello, Jeff, the game freak of game journalist Grub, and Mike, the intelligent systems of game journalist Minotti. Is Metroid really the most cinematic Nintendo franchise? Who do you want to direct it? I want Dan uh, Trockenberg of Prey to direct it, or a horror movie director to direct it. Do you want a first-person camera view or a side-scrolling action scene? It's not a lot of studio movies with minimal dialogue. The last PG-13 studio movie with a little talking in it was Dunkirk, and that had Christopher uh, Nolan. Uh, I mean, I'm cinematic, um, probably. I mean, look, I don't watch any of these adaptations, so I don't really care if they make a movie off of it or not. I don't know if you have thoughts about it, Jeff. Um, not not particularly. I think that um, I, I I think that they shouldn't try to like remake any of the scenes from the game, like from a first person view or anything, like do the Doom thing. Um, <laughs> but uh. I, I think that Metroid could work as a film, sure, but it's for the most part, I am happy with it as a game and it works really well as a game because they can do things like put the story to the side and hide it in corners. And if you really care about it, you could find it. And, and it's actually a fun mechanic to scan stuff. That's none of that's going to translate to a movie. You're going to have to just put the story up front and then suddenly you're back in other M territory and you got to be careful there. People still want Brie Larson to be Samus, or are we still kind of uh, thrown off about her really diving into NFTs? Oh, she still has her NFT profile thing on Twitter. That's nice. Really? Oh, that's that's a yeah, shame. Cool. That's I mean, shame. she probably had to. She was, the deal was probably. Yeah, you're probably you're it. probably right. Yeah, I I don't I don't really care. Whatever. If she plays Samus, I'd be fine. 
Ed says, it may be too soon to tell, and all this is pending the successful purchase of Activision Blizzard, but do you think Xbox will set up a new studio slash move some teams around to concentrate on Call of Duty parity on the Switch? Or do you think they'll expect the main developer to deal with it? Sherrick has been given a rough hand the past few Call of Duty titles they've worked on, and as my favorite developer, I'm slightly concerned this might end up causing them some issues during development of their much-anticipated 2024 Call of Duty. Alternatively, do you think a cloud port would satisfy the deal they'd be able to attend out? Yeah, I think cloud's the answer here. Cloud port definitely satisfies it, but I promise you they are not putting this on the main developer. There is just zero chance in hell that they this is stuff that goes to Iron Galaxy. Honestly, Iron Galaxy's probably sitting over and be like, this is good news for us. Yeah, we can help move stuff to the Switch. We will put a Call of Duty that is on Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, PC right now on Switch. We can make that happen and give us that business because we should have to close our cool wrestling game. Mm Mm-hmm. Tink, who do we have to? Uh, Tink says, "I just like Tink, just name name, and then go to Tink." Who do we have to pay off to get the theater rhythm team to make a version with Nintendo characters? They said they're up to it. That would be amazing if there was just one big Nintendo music game. I mean, we got we had Donkey Konga, and it was kind of fun. It had like three Nintendo songs on there. One of them being the Pokemon anime intro. Then like Bach and Beethoven. It's like, no, give me Nintendo music. Give me Donkey Kong music. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. If Nintendo's done it by now, maybe they're just never going to. Yeah, I would I would love it. Um, I don't know. But I mean, even even if they do one, it's just a new Nintendo game in this style. Like the Leaping Agents 3 and let this team kind of maybe take that. That'd be cool. It, Nintendo's very weird about their music. We yep. know this. Yes, that's true. Drewman says, Mike, I need your help. Oh, hello, Jeff. You can help too, sir. So recently I lost an argument trying to defend the storyline for the classic Metroid games 1 through 4 and Dread. There is a story arc to this series, right? Have they ever really explained Ridley? Who is he? Why is he bad and always comes back? There's more to the greatest 2D games ever made, right? Somebody asked you in the Bombcast about where Prime took place. Now, it's disappointed, Jeff, that you like act like there's not an answer. The Prime games... I don't think... Uh, it, was it that? Were they, did they ask me directly where Prime takes place? I just... They said, it's all, they said it was all part of the same timeline, and I just said yes. You, no, you didn't even say yes. You were like, eh, it's like, eh. You were like that. There are, there are games that aren't part, like Other M is questionable is what I was trying to no, say. No, Other M is not questionable. Other M has a very solid place in the timeline. <sighs> yes, but it, it shouldn't. Okay, that sure, but it does. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, that's fine. It, do, it still does. Just It takes place right before uh, Fusion, so. There it is. Uh, and then Prime Oops. 1, 2, and 3 take place between 1 and Metroid 1 and Metroid 2. I mean, really, there's not that much there. He's just like a lieutenant of the Space Marines. And they keep bringing him back because he's like an iconic character everyone likes. So, you know, every once in a while, they show restraint. Like in Dread, where they stopped uh, taking him back. No, my brother's telling me to stop being a bully. But Jeff, it, it's the only thing that makes me feel better about myself. And, it's, and, and, and Chris, you, you know, it's the only thing that keeps me in line. You know. <laughs> it is. He needs it. He yeah. needs bully. Well, yeah. Jeff, no, no. I need, str- I need a firm hand. <laughs> Wait, no, Jeff says that adults can't be bullied. That's my that's choice. true. I guess honestly, yeah, well, for the most part, yeah. I love using Jeff's words against him. That's my real favorite. I mean, thing fucking too. yeah. Come at come at me. <laughs> the Minish Wolf says, "Hey, Jeff, I got a point for Atomic Heart Grub." And Mike, shut up, Jeff Minotti. I just dropped Atomic Heart after two hours because of how much I hated it. What's the fastest y'all drop the, the game because of how game. much you hate? It is. I am hearing just all over the place opinions on it. And I'm, and I'm he, looking at it. And it looks. It. Yeah, it looks more like Bioshock than I was expecting. And uh, my favorite I thing just, that happened, it was this last year, was we talked about that game. 
and you're like, what is it? Or, or like, we saw it, and then we talked about it in like a, a recap or something. And I'm like, oh, it's the it's the Bioshock like thing that takes place in the USSR. And you're like, well, I know I know that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I forgot about I'm like, that. All right, fine. And then everyone shouted later was like, no, that's that's exactly what it is. That's actually what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I try to think of a game I just like dropped super hard like that. Uh. There must be some weeby thing you could say, Jeff, that you were not into. Uh, there, there, I'm sure there is, but I'm I'm trying. Like, I feel like there is like a really good one, but I I don't know. I mean, I know. I mean, the Sonic 06 demo was pretty rough. I never played the game because it was so awful. Yeah, so, here's the problem: is like when I find a game that's like I hate it that much, I almost feel like a, a compulsion to finish it. So, like Balan Wonderworld, I wanted to yeah. put it down that bad, but then I fucking kept playing it. Uh, Evil Janice says Call of Duty will have parody on Nintendo. Does this mean they need to dumb down the Xbox and PlayStation versions for Nintendo to keep up? No, but really, I'm sure Call of Duty on Switch 2 will be fun enough. But how much of an impact do you think it'll actually make? Again, I think even before Switch 2, it's just going to be a cloud solution. Yep. Uh, and I don't think it's going to have any kind of impact on Nintendo. This is just all about making regulators happy and trying to make Sony's position look weak. Yep. Chaos Buckaroo says, howdy, fellas. Tell me a time video game music made you all cry. I cried in 13 Sentinels. I just rim when that song played. Mike knows what I'm talking about. I just wanted to sing that game's praise this night. That's a very good game. I don't know about crying, but I was in very much a mood when I beat Metal Gear Solid 2 for the first time. And whenever I beat games, it's usually like 4 a.m. And I'm like in the dark in my room and it's real moody. That game's whole mood is weird. And um, that game has a really good final uh, credits song. uh, and like that thing playing just kind of put me in that that kind of mood. I don't think tears were falling or anything, but I was definitely feeling uh, something. What's uh can't say goodbye to yesterday is the name of the song. Very cool. I I probably got really moved when I I mean the the Breath of the Wild trailer if that counts. I mean video game music. So yeah, when that when the Zelda theme comes back into the Breath of the Wild trailer, that is very moving. Uh, but yeah, inside of a game, I don't know. I'm, I'm I can't think of anything. J.D. Camp says, hey, Mitchell, Mitch, Mitch Naughty. I thought of another answer to the last one when they played the Final Fantasy main theme at the very end of Final Fantasy 15. That's an emotional moment. Okay. Hey, Mitchell, Mitch, Mitch Naughty and Jeff Byway Grub. One time as a kid, I got to pick out a game as a birthday present. After what seemed like an hour, I narrowed it down to two games, Final Fantasy 7 and Jet Moto 2. Mm, I chose the only correct answer and got Jet Moto 2. What were some of your tough game buying slash asking uh, for choices as children? I remember Half-Life 1 and uh, King's Quest 8, uh, The Mask of Eternity being out around the same time. And I think we only got one at the time. I can't remember. I think it was Half-Life. I think we eventually did get King's Quest 8, and it wasn't very good. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, but yeah, that's one that comes to mind. Yeah, I I don't know. I um, I definitely had, like... This happened to me a bunch, but usually what would happen is I would get the, I would get a game and then I would just forget about what the other one was because I'm now I'm stuck with this game, so I'm for, I have to put the other one out of my mind. I do remember every time going to the uh, it wasn't Blockbuster, but I, it was a Hollywood Video. I can't remember what the name of our rental place was called, but I would go there. Family Video, it was something like that, but it wasn't. It was like a smaller brand or a, a smaller uh, regional thing. Um, and every time we'd go there, I wanted to rent the movie Cabin Boy. The, you know, you know, cabin boy, and it just was—it yes. was never ever there. And so it's, uh, we always had to settle for something else. And I don't know why this reminded me of that, but I—I I don't to this day. I have not seen Cabin Boy, and we tried to rent that thing probably twenty times. It was always out. 
Gamework has buy or sell Pokemon presents edition. If you've not done this before, you buy if you believe the statement or sell if it's hogwash. Okay, Jeff. Cool. You got that? Yeah, buy or sell me. these. Pokemon DLC will be three packs, unlike Sword and Shield, which was two. I, I buy this. Okay. I I think it'll still be two. I'll sell. I am buying this. Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 Shadow Drop. I'm going to sell this. I think that they will not put two uh, N64 things out in the same month. I think that, that well, as much as as much as that would probably make sense for, for what Pokemon company's doing, I, I think they probably spread it out. Don't forget, Pokemon Stadium 1, which was Pokemon Stadium 2 in Japan, but R1 was made with like red, blue, and yellow in mind, whereas Stadium 2 is made with gold and silver in mind. So they'll wait to release two, I assume, until when they're ready to release gold and silver. On I guess it, maybe so. they could release all that at once. Gold and silver is um, Game Boy Color, right? Game Boy Color, and as yeah. you like to say, black card. Yeah, black, yeah, right, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder Crystal's if they, a clear cartridge. Though. Yeah, I wonder if there's any chance they put a Game Boy Advance Pokemon game out. Probably not, huh? Not anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pokemon Red and Blue Shadow Drop. I buy this. I'm not, it's a soft buy. But it's, uh, I think it, I, I think that they will come out of this Pokemon Direct wanting to have something exciting to do, drop like that, and that'll be it. I, I could buy that. I'm not, I'm not certain, but I think maybe most likely. Uh, new Pokemon Snap 2 will be announced. I assume it means maybe Pokemon Snap 2 DLC. I'm going to say sell. I think they're just done with Pokemon Snap again for another yeah. 20 years. Yeah, I'm selling too. I, I don't think it did enough to, to warrant that. It's, uh, instead, that those resources would go towards a new spinoff. And Turbo Sean will be disappointed. Bye. I mean, always his entire life is a disappointment. Does he does he care about DLC? Because he just cares about the competitive scene. Like, isn't isn't the DLC just story content anyways? I think he I, I also guess he kind of I guess, like it. He, I, I guess I don't know. I was gonna say, does he also play the story content and enjoy that? But maybe it is just the uh, competitive stuff. Let go, my ego sticks. Says, have you seen the Japanese version of Metroid Prime Remastered? They get a reversal boxer. According to Nintendo Life, also Metroid Prime Remastered runs amazing on PC. At 4K 60 FPS with Yuzu EA, yeah, um, I think so. That that technically releases tomorrow in the US, right? The physical version. So we see if we have that reverse art or not. But it sure does look slick. Yep, looks real good. Um, and then Nick Turbo says it's Metroid Prime, a mainline Metroid. It sure is. Yes, it Metroid sure Prime pin Pinball, also a mainline Mar Metroid. I like Metroid me. Prime Pinball. It's good stuff. All right, Jeff, that's it for the questions. Why don't we take a break? We can uh, look at some uh, virtual, speaking of virtual play, look at some box after that. Uh, read some Super Chats, talk about what we've been playing, and we'll uh, start wrapping up. How's that sound? Sounds good. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back. All right, Jeff. We're, we're actually finally almost done with box art. <laughs> Me and you are even exempt from it this time, but we are playing the community show, their favorite virtual play box art. Wasn't even my idea. AJ just kind of willed this the into wheel. existence. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. Um, casual here's got a uh, virtual boy Wario Land. Is that? Really, just the name of the game, Virtual Boy Wario Land? Not even I, Virtual I, Wario Land? I thought it was just Wario Land. But, it might just uh, be Wario Land. Yeah, but I, I think they just put Virtual Boy on there to like clarify. This is definitely not for Game Boy. It's a cool looking box art, though. You got Wario breaking through. I mean, this was the killer app for the system because uh, yeah. it was, I mean, it was actually a full game. A lot of things. Like I said, I liked Mario Clash. It is like an arcade game. This is an actual full blown 2D side score. Uh, Jeremy Biff here says, Jack Bros, this is a, like the rare game, not by the company, like in terms of scarcity, but this is uh, actually Shin Megami Tensei joint. Yes, Jeff, a how about that? no, I didn't know this Shin Megami Tensei game. It's uh, apparently also pretty good. People seem to like this one. Also, the first SMT game to release in North America. Yeah, it's like a top down kind of like Zelda. Not, I don't know if Zelda is the word, but you know what I mean? Top down mm-hmm. kind of action game. Uh, Mr. Bowler says, who is Nestor and why is his bowling so funky? Well, we should ask you, Mr. Bowler. I don't know. Wait, that's uh, Nestor was the uh, yeah, like, the, the comic book character from uh, Nintendo Power. Man, I didn't I didn't even put two and two together until I see this cover. That's just Nestor. OK, yeah, Nestor. Nestor had yeah, a Nestor game. NES Nestor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole thing. There we go. Velocity Prime says Mario Clash, I guess. Come on, this looks great. I liked Mario Clash. I thought Mario Clash was a lot of fun. It gets a bad rap these days, it seems like. I don't know why. It's fun. I think it's... I, I don't know. I think it looks cool. Uh, or the, the, I mean, obviously, the box art looks cool, but I think the game was always kind of just fun. I mean, it's just... You're right. It's just an arcade game. It's a different concept of the original Mario Brothers, uh, but... Yeah, well, I it's like just it. set up so, like, Mario's in, like, the further away platform, and the enemies are, like, closer, so he's throwing stuff at them, and, in effect, throwing them at you, and yep. it, it looks neat. Uh, oh, no, Leah says, in before there's no Virtual Boy games left with Waterworld. Um, is this the only licensed game on Virtual Boy? That's I think incredible. so. I can I can never get over the fact that Waterworld came out on the Virtual Boy. It's so, that's so, that tells you how big they thought Waterworld was going to be. Isn't it hilarious that it was published by Ocean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. What the yes. hell? Also very funny. Like, everybody, when you go to Hollywood to see a Nintendo World, please go and watch the Waterworld show. I know what you're thinking. Why is there still a Waterworld stunt show? No, here? that should it's tell because, you how good it is. Yes, that's exactly why, because it rules, and you should go see it. Uh, uh, Big Tony says, clearly... Uh, tell a tell a real boxer. Oh, was this? Yes, I think we rented this, and this I think it was out. like, oh, yeah, it's, it, it wasn't basically just punch. And that was it, like good, because there are other yeah, games fun. that are like punch out, but not good. So you no, like tell a boxer is great. It's the one game that like if you yeah you should get Warrior Land sure, but the one that's like the most virtual because you're the guy's right there. Uh, it, it was Teller Boxer. Teller Boxer is a lot of fun. I should speed run Teller Boxer. I'm just realizing. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. I bet you can climb yeah. up that leaderboard a lot faster. Okay, uh, that's what I'm doing. TTKA Graven says, who can ever forget the game? 
golf. I do like when Nintendo's golf games were just called golf. Yes, that owns. Uh, Screaming Madden says, gotta pick Wireland. Ah, darn, it's been picked. The Nestor's funky. Ah, Balonky, taken two. Well, <laughs> this 3D Tetris Virtual Boy box art looks neat. This actually does look pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. The, like, the burning 3D image in the top of the Tetris. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Tink says, panic bomber. He's being chased by a mummy and a werewolf, but for some reason, he looks like he's throwing the bomb at us. Probably because he's panicking. This is a puzzle game. This is just a drop-down puzzle game. Oh, wow. Oh, I yeah, kind of remember not that. Not a bomber man game. There were there were a handful of like bomber branded puzzle games, I think. I played one for the Game Boy, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Lenny Cool Dick Denver says, I'm assuming we're doing Virtual Boy because Mike thinks that the Genesis doesn't have good box art. Look, this is a Nintendo podcast, Lenny. So yeah. that's why. Uh, also, yes. Space Invader. Also, yeah. Just um, no, 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 I'm joking. I like I like a lot of Genesis box art. Yeah, you you go to hell and you yeah. Yeah, there's Space Invaders. It looks as sure as something. Hey, look, uh, Sasquatch Zing says Mario's tennis. Oh, wait. Oh, it's easy. You're doing it with a child. Sorry, I took my headphones off. Oh, the pillow. Yeah. There you go. You were whispering. I assumed a kid was bothering you. But no, you're just distracted. Yes. <laughs> on your own. Uh, Mario's tennis box art is actually really good. I like this was uh, just like with uh, the era of Super Mario Kart, where we still had Donkey Kong Jr., as the Donkey Kong character, because uh, Donkey Kong Country wasn't out yet. Yeah, this I, is the. F Sorry, I, go ahead. I think there was a story recently about what happened to Donkey Kong Junior. I, I never read it. Check that out. But uh, yeah, look, he's like right there, a place of prominence. This is the first Mario Tennis game, right? I think this was a pack-in with the Virtual Boy. It was a lot of fun. It was good. Is that true? I think this is the first one. Well, I mean, yeah, it has so to there be. There was one right? the Game Boy, and did that come was out? Was it Mario Tennis or was it just a tennis game? No, it was, there's Mario. No, you're right. No, you're right. That would be that would be Game Boy Color. Yeah, I think this is the first. Mario this is Tennis the first game. one, huh? Weird. That's yeah, good. Uh, oh, there's uh, this the game Chaos was Bakuru good. Yes, that's the Japanese box art, which uh, also looks pretty similar. Kind of like the U.S. one more. I don't know why. What the heck? Uh, Octo says, "Well, there's not much left, so here's a sweet fish from Virtual Fishing. Very cool." <laughs> I'd like to fish, do some Virtual Boy fishing. How, how are uh, we only halfway through? I've scrolled halfway down. How are there this many more yeah, boxes? can't be in more games. They must, maybe they are just going to go through all the Matt Rear Monkey says, uh, Innsmouth no Yakata, which might be the best game in the system. It's a Lovecraftian horror game, so I definitely played more Mario Tennis than anything. That's pretty cool box art. This looks like a Japan-only joint to me. <laughs> uh, was, was that say IMAX on the top yeah, right? Yeah, it's from the, uh, the Jeff Keighley fortune. Oh, we should need to ask him about it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Betty Glaskey has a good uh, Seinfeld yeah. <laughs> uh, Kramer's apartment uh, meme here. What's going on in there? It's the Virtual Boy Jerry. It's the Virtual Boy Jerry. Oh, that's good. One uh, Bop Angel Advent Children says, not to be confused with the superior space-themed pinball game Space Cadet for Windows XP. No, the best space-themed pinball game is Alien Crush on TurboGrafx-16. But yes, Galactic Pinball looks like a lot of fun. Look at that. It's pinball. Why go play pinball for a quarter where you can buy this for 50 bucks? Man, Galactic Pinball was fun, though. You should, yeah. Uh, Dan Park says, I come with an entry, but it looks like we already found virtually every Virtual Boy. So my good vote goes to Wario Land. Just look at how unbothered he is by the surrounding treasure trove of misfit energies. Other producers are yelling at me that, for, that I forgot V Tetris, and I agree. I kind of like this box art better. So here's the yeah, here it is. V Tetris. I forgot that there was V Tetris and 3D Tetris. Yeah, me too. I forgot that too. Um, Clink says, while well, Japan got a relatively simple box for the console, 
North America got something else. Hope you all got your free batteries. <laughs> what is this? What is going on here? I forgot that that controller is so incredible with the two D pads. That's oh, the yeah. only two D pad controller. I mean, only official one. Yeah, I got one that's like a weird. Yes, but yes, it is. Look at this. Look at this fucked up ad Dugan sharing for Retro Boy. I kind of that is so nineties. Holy shit. Yeah, man, I, I do remember seeing this guy. Yeah, the little tennis Mario just sitting there staring down a black hole. Yeah, so this is interesting. I didn't know this. One up versus CPU says not a lot of people know this. One of the few licensed games on the system was based on the hottest, and I do mean hottest, movie of 1995, the controversial NC-17 rated masterpiece, Showgirls, starring Jessie from Saved by the Bell in her breakout uh, role. Have you ever see, uh, played Showgirls for Virtual Boy, Jeff? Oh, yeah, constantly. Um, um, definitely, yeah. yeah. I guess my parents kept this one away from me, probably because of the rampant nudity. Yeah, I mean, listen, those boobs could poke your eyes out. Well, is there anything like Laura Croft, which were the only boobs I was familiar with at this time? <laughs> Cranjus Basketball says, now you might be thinking, wait, this is a Switch game, but you actually use a Virtual Boy in this game. Look, it's flimsy, but this is the only way we'll say something nice about this tire fire of a console. There's Luigi Mansion 3. JD Camp uh, has a, another Bomberman game. I don't know if this is Puzzle Bomber or some other Japanese-only one. The Midnight Wolf 5 says, the hell you want me to post? All of them are taken. Here's Elite Beat Agents. Uh, but with uh, the Men in Black and Gex the Gecko. Okay. <laughs> and then Shoji Koto says, Bound High! Canceled unreleased games totally count because the bottom of the barrel has already been scraped clean. But hey, it's close enough, especially since the ROM and source code leaked online and subsequently a limited number of reproduction copies were created. Slash release. Jeff, I played this at an E3 once at some... Uh, booth. Oh, cool. This game's really neat. It's like about the ball's constantly kind of bouncing on platforms and you're looking like top down so the ball is always kind of bouncing at you so it's a neat 3d effect i like this game that's neat bound high all right so like i said everyone next week just questions we are going to start alternating uh for time reasons here uh but for now jeff uh you say you've been playing minish cap how's that been going yeah it's it's, it's fun i finished the first dungeon and it's clicked it, it makes sense uh it's I, I, I'm realizing now why I bounced off before. The visual language is different than the Zelda I'm used to, and so I would get through something, and I wouldn't immediately recognize it, and I know, looking at it, this is supposed to be easy. Like, there's not a lot going on. They're not they're not trying to complicate me yet. Uh, so the fact that I can't instantly solve this is frustrating, so I'm just going to stop playing. Um, <laughs> I'm beginning to piece together Capcom's language more than I had before, and it's, it's like, it's just different. It's not necessarily, okay, it's not as good as Nintendo's language, but it's still uh, mostly working. And it's, there's some cool stuff. And then you start with the Gus Jar, which has a lot of cool stuff you can do. That first boss fight was really good. There's, it, I don't know, it's, it's really interesting already. It's like, it feels very different, but also very Zelda. And it looks great. So I've been, I've been enjoying it. That is one of my favorite, like, first Zelda uh, dungeons. I just, I don't know, something I like about that whole thing with that rotating kind of barrel in the middle. They keep going back to to access new areas. Yeah, the final the, the boss fight there is like basically t like a Yoshi's Island boss fight, which is great. You're just fighting a regular enemy, but really big. Yeah, because you're really small. So it's yeah, right. it's, yeah, instead of making the enemy big, you're really small. But it's yeah, oh, Yoshi's Island enemy. It's really cool. And, you know, a lot of Game Boy Advance games were re used really bright colors just so that they were kind of easier to look at, uh, especially back before they had the SP. This game really plays to that as a strength because it's trying to sort of uh, follow the Wind Waker style. So it is like more colorful and it uh -huh. is brighter. 
and it looks really good. I, I love the way this game looks still. And even though, like, you know, the Game Boy Advance has, like, a rough sound check, there's some good music here. Yes. You, you were kind of going in the mountain, heading towards the second dungeon. There's a really cool track that plays there that I know I love a lot. So, um, but, you know, like, the, the, I think the big problem with the game is one that you're past the worst of it. And it's a problem all the Zeldas from this era had. They're just really oddly talky in the beginning. They just don't let you go. They really feel like a need to set things up and kind of have you talk to a bunch of people. You know, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword were maybe this at its very worst, but it, it does kind of eke its way into this game too. And you kind of you kind of have to like either get past it or just try to it, take it and enjoy it and slow down, I guess. It is a little annoying. Even in the game itself, if the partner character thing uh, is still a thing where for no reason at all, your hat's going to talk to you and explain things that you probably would have just figured out or you wish the game would find a more clever way to tell you. Yeah, and, and I, but yeah, it is going now, and I'm like, I'm like yeah. ready to get back into it. And I think it's going to be the game I'm streaming here for the next little bit. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to keep yeah. to stick with it and actually see it through this time. Yeah, I, this I mean, is the yeah. farthest I've ever gotten for sure. So, yeah. and I, I think not, once you're at this point, I think once you beat that first dungeon, and you're kind of you, you go. Yes, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Um. Anything else, Jeff? Um, uh, no, I mean, um, the kids are getting into Mario Kart now out of nowhere, and they're, they're really, Emmy's playing a ton of that, and uh, we we did get star, Kirby Star Allies because they just couldn't wait for the next one, so I found, oh, wow. a, yeah, so I found, found that, and was able to, we were able to play some of that, and then, um, but then, you know, Return to Dreamland Deluxe is coming out in a couple days, so we'll hopefully get a code for that, and if I don't, I'll just buy it, uh, uh, but so yeah, still a lot of Kirby stuff, a lot of, a lot of Mario Kart, but yes, mostly it's been... Uh, it's, it's been Zelda and then it's been Mike Tyson's punch out still, which I've been practicing a lot and getting close to being able to do a run. I think. Hey, I think I am still in Nintendo jail. I did not get a review code for. Yeah, Kirby, I did. So I I'm didn't still, either. Yeah. I'm still not trusted with review codes. I'm allowed to preview games, but I, yeah, we're trying to, I, we're trying to make um, a trip out, hopefully to super Nintendo land. And like, maybe can we, can we get anything for that? Maybe just to like make it a little bit easier for us to do our job. And it's like, we, we don't know. We'll see. I can maybe help you there. Uh, cool. But, uh, you know, Metroid Prime, I've been making good progress there. I think you're really close to beating it if you haven't. I just, uh, gosh, I, what was the last thing I did? I I just got the plasma beam. So I have all of my weapons now. Yep, I'm, uh, I'm, I, got, I have three artifacts left to get, or maybe just two. I'm, like, right there. Yeah. So... How many did you get just kind of playing through the game? Because you do get a few and you're just kind uh, of I got them. three. Like you can't get them until the end. Yeah, I got three, and then there was one that I got really close to getting and I missed out. There was, there's one, a puzzle where I think where you need to shoot missiles at the, the things holding up the, the ceiling. Yeah, I did that one. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have enough missiles to do that in one go. Uh, so I was like, I'll come back to that. And now I can't find it. And uh, oh, I it's right by the entrance to, to the ruins. It's when you go in the first time before the half pipe, it's to the left. Okay, that's right. Okay, so yes. Um, so I'll, I'll do that. And then, yeah, I think I have just one other one to get. And then, yeah, I'm going to beat that game here very soon. Although, uh, well, probably tomorrow because I won't have time to play it tonight. But yeah, it's, God, that game rules. It's rule. It's, it's so good. It's uh, still just having an incredible time. Still keep playing it longer than I should yep. each night. I'm like, no, I kind of just want to get this one more thing because I know where I, right now I know where I need to go. So I should I should keep going. I could stop when I'm lost. Mm hmm. Even when I am lost, I'm like, yeah. And they have a, what, now what, you have the plasma fun. beam, so it's like easy to take out most yeah. enemies and stuff. So yeah, right now I really know, like you know, basically everything's open up now. I mean, I th I that is that the last item? I mean, I think uh, just about. Do you, I think do you, I, you I, I don't I don't have the 
What's that? You have X-ray. I have X-ray. I don't have the I don't have the phase on suit. Yet. Okay, that yeah. that's the last one. There's optional ones. Like one. You got the flamethrower and everything, and I think if I got the other uh, super weapons, I haven't gotten the flamethrower. Yeah. I just actually because I didn't. I don't think I even remembered about that one tube you can use a super bomb in, and you mentioned it in the quick look. <laughs> so when I was in there, I was like, oh, I can use a, 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 a super bomb here or whatever. And that's where the like super ice thing was. Right. Not that I even use those weapons very no, much. because they, they use like, so many missiles. Right. Like, I use the super missiles against the uh, super hunters or whatever, and that's like basically it. But it's yeah. to get them. Yeah, it's still it's fun to get, get everything, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, I talked about Theater Rhythm and how much I've been playing that, and it's been a lot of fun, so I keep I will keep playing it. Uh, any more any more super chats, Jeff? That sneaked in here. Uh, let let me check here real quick. I'm not positive if uh, I think we did not get this one uh, from Gartooth. Now that Nintendo stopped sitting on Prime Remake and Game Boy NSO, do you think we will also finally see the rumored one two Switch sequel get announced? That was that rumor? That's that. It? That is not exactly the same situation. That one they're they're sitting on because it's really really bad. People hate playing it. So really, everybody's one two switch. Yeah, apparently. So it's um a battle royale one two switch, and like apparently it's fun for the first couple of minutes, and then it goes and it lasts way too long, and the rounds That's are just funny. they just drag on forever. So even by the first, by the time you're done with the first match, you already hate the game. That's apparently the big That's problem incredible. with it. So. Whoops. Yeah, I, I bet either they don't release it, or if they do, it's going to be a Nintendo Switch Online for free. Here's a shitty game for free. That's nice. Yeah. All right, then. I guess uh, I guess we're done here, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, we did. Uh, actually, let me double check. Make sure. Okay. This is a Tobak Shakur one. I don't, don't think we hit. Uh, Manscaped is, a, is single-handedly keeping Jeff's marriage together with all these products and benefits. That's right. That's true. Absolutely right. She, like I said on the last episode, she, she smelled my balls when I walked in the room and really said they smelled good, so... Right. I mean, they were just that they were that pungent and, and, and flowery all right. smelling. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, well, I know I get carried away I'm just about around. mommy dummies running for president. But come on. <laughs> this is a true story. I don't know what you want me to say, Mike. I don't you know. You think your wife knows what a mommy dummy is? I mean, I can ask her. Please do. I can ask her. OK. I would like to know if she knows. Yeah, sure. And how proud she'll be when that glass ceiling is broken. <laughs> 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 I'm hitting the button. All right, thanks for listening to Last of the Ted Dogs, everybody. You can uh, find uh, more of me on GamesBeat, more of Jeff at Giant Bomb. Uh, we will be back on Thursday with Game Message Besides. I'm going to be uh, on a couple of things at Java on Thursday because there's Light Club. And, uh, I'm going to be on the uh, voicemail dump truck this week. Yeah, that's, uh, we're going to do voicemail dump truck right after the Sony State of Play. So we'll watch the State of Play and then we'll go right into voicemail dump truck with Mikey and Snowbike Mike and Dan Reichert. So again, if you have a question for these guys, 707 Exit Flu, keep the calls, unlike you do here, under like a minute. 30 seconds even better. <laughs> awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but yeah, uh, what are you doing tomorrow? Game S uh, mornings and anything else? Mike, can you be on Game S morning tomorrow? Lucy said dice. Uh, sure. Uh, I think. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. Wednesday, else. right? Yeah, I know you're busy. Okay. I know you're like being on a bunch of things, but yeah, help me out. I will uh, make sure. I have a... Uh, I have a meeting at 1230. What time is it? You'll be done by 12. I'll be fine. Bye, everybody.
That was beautiful, Mike. Thank you so much for that backing track. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm a professional. Um, all right. Uh, I think that that's going to do it for, the, for that ad. Uh, we can uh, take a little break or, or get going, Mike, whatever you want to do. Uh, no, I'm ready. Let's read these questions. Okay, let's see here. Let me uh, make sure that everything is sorted and I got the questions in front of me so I can read along. Okay, Excuse I me. am... Oh, it's podcast threads. There we go. I did get my first factor meal, and I tried it tonight. Mine came in today. Ooh. I probably ate one after this. Yeah, it was. It, it's actually surprisingly good. Uh, wow, Jeff, you already read, read one ad, okay? Yeah, yeah well, listen, I'm, I'm legit, I was just very excited how good it tasted. <laughs> uh, all right, okay, I got the questions now. I am ready to go, and you are, Mike. Now I do have to pee. All right, cool. Everyone, uh, we are... Taking a quick break. Let me bring this up. Let me uh, move it up here. Make it big on the 4K. Let's see if we can capture it before Mikey gets back. Window capture magazine. This is uh, Game Players before it became Ultra Game Players later. I th- I'm trying to remember they try to do that branding that rebrand to line up with the uh, Ultra 64, which then changed its name to Nintendo 64. They might have. Uh, okay. Here's them. Uh, oh, look, it's uh, Alexei Pagetnov still working with Spectrum Holobyte in 1995 about the game Breakthrough. This is before, I think, the rights expired and he got him back and was able to create the Tetris company, which eventually would turn him into a millionaire. Just when you thought you were over Tetris, Alexei Pachinov dares you to break through. And then, uh, let's see. The next generation is on the way. Nintendo announces VR gear. Recently announced, un- unveiled, uh, recently Nintendo unveiled its new 32-bit handheld unit at the Shoshinsuke show in Japan. Game Players has been following the system since October of last year, and now can confirm that many rumors have been that have been floating around. The system, now officially called Virtual Boy, will retail for around one hundred ninety-five dollars. This is like the announcement. This is archive.org, the best website on the internet. This is where we um, respect the work of archive.org to just make it easy to flip through the pages. And it's all, this is all just like built into the website. And it's so nice. God, what a good website. Internet Archive. Man, look at these, look at these skeletons in Guardian War for the 3DO. Mm, well, let's see. I, I think it's a rumor section. Oh, leakers, in, industry insiders. Uh, ready for another game machine? Apple and Bandai hope so. Currently, the two companies are formulating plans to produce a CD based game machine. That will hit store shelves sometime around Christmas of 1995. The machine, codenamed Pippin, hooks directly into your TV set and retails for about 400 bucks. The machine will have a PowerPC 603 processor under the hood with a 4X CD-ROM drive. This is back when they had to tell you how fast the CD-ROM drive was. You are doing it without me. Yeah. Uh, There's rumors here of the Pippin from Apple and Bandai Namco. Or I'm sorry, just Bandai back then, right? I had a Pippin. Man. Did you really? Yeah, you are. I like that you thing. Are, you it are had, a freak. Um, yeah, I had uh, I had some some Sonic game on there. There was some scary wor- the world of Richard Scary. We had one of those. 
There's an Echo thing on there, too. Oh. 4X CD-ROM. Let's see. A, a, a Dynamite new game with lock-on technology? This I like Dynamite, Dynamite Heady. Yeah, Dynamite Heady, yeah. Dynamite Heady did not have lock-on technology, though. Yeah. Uh, mean Bean Machine apparently was also going to have it. Really? They're going to have uh, tr tricks hidden inside that only the lock-on can unlock. Um, I guess. This is, uh, I'm trying to see this. This is Cruising USA. Hey, hey, did you prepare to show the Virtual Boy box art? Or did you yeah, as much as, as, much as anyone can prepare for anything, Mike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a lot of preparing. So that's how much. <laughs> so All right, I guess you're really that. ready to go. <laughs> I, uh, I've got a, a browser source mostly in the right zone. I just got to resize it now for the Virtual Boy box art. Oh my god, fuck off. I'm hitting the Windows key that explains it. Where's Christian? He didn't come in here? He's probably cranking it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> After answered. Okay. Alright. Um all right, I am I am ready. Hey, I gotta get the thread open again. Yep, two-handed. Jesus Christ. All right. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.